Oh yeah, Patreon episode for you. Got Brendan back because Brendan been wanting to come get the hustle on. But see, PJ then came back and was like, no, I'm back now. Yeah, he and I are in a feud. <laughs> so I told Brendan, I was like, you know what, fuck it. We need Patreon episodes so we can get the hook up on Patreon. You technically, see, that's the only thing. If you become the Patreon hustling co-host, that means you are not unofficial no more. It makes you an official co-host now. I can't say unofficial oh, no more. Oh, shit. Upgrade. <laughs> By the way, Upgrade, that's also a great movie. Hey, we reviewed it. Oh, I know. Shout and out I know, to I know, Yeah, and I remember you liked it, and I was like, of course you did. The movie's awesome. When a motherfucker like, starts shanking motherfuckers in the neck, and it's just like, I'm sorry, or whatever the fuck he was doing. Like, I was in tears, bro. Like, I was like, I love this movie now. Like, Upgrade and then Invisible Man, please keep directing movies. <laughs> oh, he did do both of those. You're right. That's right. Yeah. I didn't yeah. do, we didn't do Invisible Man, but I did leave a quick review for it. Go find it on YouTube or not YouTube. Letterboxd somewhere. Fuck it. Spoiler alert. He liked it. Eh. Nah. It's alright. <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with him. But we got to get this shit started. So, but we don't have no Patreon Hustle theme music, though. I got to I gotta holler at Voorhees about this. <laughs> well, how about we just say... Money plan. There you go. That's why I forgot we got to end every sentence with money plan. I forgot about that shit. <laughs> what was the line? I don't. I don't know if I wrote it down when he said money plane. What was the sentence that led to money plan? You want to bet on a dude fucking an alligator? Money plane. There you go. That should be on front of the box right there. That's the fucking blurb on the front. Just put the little. If you want to, just you know, put the little asterisks, and then you can get away with it. There you go. Well, Brendan, Yo. Money Plane came out last year, 2020's new shit. Hot shit. New. Hour and 22 minutes. Damn right. IMDB score out of 10. What you think it is, Brendan? I actually don't I actually don't know. I'm going to say it's probably not amazing. I'll say like 4.4. Uh, 4. Oh, you PJ. It was 4.3. Oh. It's close. Okay. That's how many votes was that? 2,101 votes. So not that many people seen it and rated it, apparently. It's more than I thought. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. It's got critic and audience reviews, bro. Oh, it yeah. Has critics? Oh, yeah. What's that critic review? Or percentage, I should say. 10%. It's actually higher. 25. 23. You're getting close. Oh. So 23% from the critics. What do you think the audience gave it? 60%. It's lower. I'll give you a hint. Oh. Think, of, think of clerks. There's a hint for you. Ha, <laughs> ha. Oh my god, I'm trying to think of <laughs> Oh, okay, so it's either one or two. One of the two. Uh-huh. Uh, 37? Yep, 37% <laughs> from the audience. The man knows his Kevin Smith movies. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were talking about before that when he thinks it's 36. Oh, no. I'm 37? There's a, I'm 36. Oh, counting you, 37. 37 dicks! <laughs> also reviewed on Home Video Hustle. Go find that episode. Yeah, great movie. <laughs> Don't watch uh, that one he did with the puppets. What was what's that one? Or the weird, like... He did with the puppets? 
It's like he, his daughter's in it, and there's like dolls or something. Is that a, that's not the is that the one with the, the Canada one, the yoga hoser? Is that, is that that's the one? Oh, I actually own that movie too. Really, I never saw it. I just it doesn't it doesn't look great. The spirit liked it. She was I oh, I left a fucking there's a quick review for it. I just thought about that. I think I gave it like two and a half stars maybe. Okay, so it's not com- not completely worthless. I do like Red State. I will say I saw that a w- way before the podcast. I don't remember how I liked it or not. Oh, you know I might be able to find out. Let's check IMDb. Fuck it. I might, <laughs> and uh, Tusk. Tusk is wild. That I haven't seen before. Oh shit! That's a that's a coming soon for home video hustle right there. <laughs> I know it's about it reminds a me, That reminds me of like Human Centipede, but like made by an actual director. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> I gave Red State. Oh, on DB, I gave it a six. So I'm gonna have to rewatch that. Okay. Uh, what was that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the director. You know who directed this movie, right? Oh man, one of the Lawrences. Is it uh, Andrew? Yes. Okay. Pretty sure he was the one that was like on the ground putting up all the equipment and shit, right? Yeah, I think that was that you one. might say you might say Brent that this movie had some brotherly love. Oh, you'll get that joke in a second, people, because this movie stars Adam Copeland, who is who? Edge. And who is Edge? Not the Edge. Not Bono and them. No, it's the wrestler. There you go. Uh, Kelsey Grammer, <laughs> Thomas <laughs> Jane, Denise Richards for like two minutes. I, I'm pretty sure I'm convinced they just filmed her part in her actual house. It had to be because she's like. I, <laughs> I, I was wondering what the fuck. I was like, I didn't think she was going to be a wife character. I'm like, what the fuck is she going to be doing? And it's like, oh, nothing. That's <laughs> the answer. I'm not leaving my home, and I'm not kissing my co-star. And she has like two lines. That's it. Yeah. Probably got yeah. some good money for it. And finally, also starring, not just Andrew, not just Joey, but also Matthew Lawrence. Who are the Whoa. Lawrences? Well, Joey was in Blossom, and he's the guy that everyone knows for being like, Whoa. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, Matthew was in the only thing I know other thing other thing I know that Matthew Lawrence was in was one of the I think it was like the Urban Legend sequel. Oh, oh, Final I Cut think, I think was the name of that movie. I, yeah, I think he's in that. I think he's like the teacher or something. And then Andrew Lawrence, I don't know actually. He just looked like Pedro Pascal to me. The Mandalorian think, out there setting out bombs and shit. <laughs> a mix of Pedro Pascal and like Brendan Fraser. That's a fucking combo right there. I mean, guys, take a look. Tell me I'm wrong. But no, the front of the box doesn't have any of them, does it? No, it just has Edge and all the Kelsey Grammer. And Edge, Kelsey it has Grammer. the main four people I listed on the front shit. Yep. I will say, um, surprisingly, this doesn't do the thing that that Master P movie did, where it's like, no, Ke- like uh, I mean, Kelsey Grammer's not in the movie a lot, and Thomas Jane's not in the movie a lot, but they're not in, like, one scene, and then that's it. I will say they're both in it way more than I expected them to be. Yep. Especially Kelsey Grammer. I thought he was going to be like, I, the way I thought this movie was going to go is I, I didn't, honestly got, you know, some real shit. I didn't even think Edge was going to be in the movie a whole lot. I thought the front of the box was going to be a bunch of guest stars. And like then you're they gonna usually start, do? Yeah, and he's going to start the movie and it's like a sci-fi channel cast and shit with Edge just popping up for a quick second. But Edge is actually in the whole fucking movie. Whole movie, main star. And Kelsey Grammer, he's not in it a whole lot, but I'm going to just go ahead and spoil this and say he's the best part of the fucking movie, though. Oh, and I got to say, the greatest character name of all time. I don't even remember. I know it's three names and a number. What was it? Its name is Darius Emanuel Grouch III, a.k.a. Oh, what was it? What was it? The Rumble? What was it? Fucking the Rumble. Yeah. 
That can't be your nickname if your name is Darius Emanuel Grouch the Third. What the fuck are you talking it's, about? It sounds like some. You ever played a Metal Gear Solid video games? I think I played like the fourth one. It's, it sounds like a legit Metal Gear Solid boss because they got people in there like even these newer games. They got like there's a guy named Die Hard Man and shit like that. <laughs> so wait, do you think like Kelsey Grammer is just like a big Metal Gear fan? Like Darius Grouch is just uh, jamming on that PS4. <laughs> I'm gonna say right now, Hideo Kojima put Kelsey Grammer as the villain in your next video game. Do that shit. <laughs> wait, wait, not him playing a character though, just as Kelsey Grammer. Yes, just as Frazier. I was just about to say, as Frazier is the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, He's finally Crane. turned crazy out here. Well, uh, Snake, it looks like you. you... <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to suck my dick from the back, Snake. <laughs> <laughs> I just now pictured like a Jesus and Marrow type show, but with like Kelsey, but with uh, two Kelsey Grammers. Who was who was on this on the show? It was him and his brother, wasn't it? Just had him going back and forth on there. Oh, him and fucking David Hyde Pierce. That would be hilarious. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I ain't seen Frazier so fucking long. That brought back memories seeing Kelsey Grammer. Because other than Frazier, I don't know if I've seen him in anything else, though. I take that uh, back. X-Men 3, I forgot about that. Never mind. Yeah, and he's also in that movie with um, De Niro and uh, The Score? Or 15 Minutes? He's in one of those. I ain't seen I always confuse. One. one of them has... One of them has Edward Burns, and one of them has a CGI Marlon Brando smile. Oh, that's the one to watch. Whichever one that one is. Do you not know about the CGI Marlon Brando smile? No, I've never heard that shit. Okay, so Marlon Brando, of course, legendary for being difficult to work with. Right. Um, They're like, we want you to do this little smile, this little like knowing smile at the end. And he's like, no, I don't feel like that's what my character would do. And they're like, no, no, it's it's just a smile. It's not even a full smile. It's just a quick little acknowledgement. He's like, no, 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 I'm not going <laughs> to do it. So... They went into the fucking editing dock and CGI'd a smile in the last <laughs> bit of the movie. It's the fakest, most hilarious shit I've ever seen. And it cost, I think the, the rumor is that it cost like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Fuck. Like, you know, so many other places that money could have gone. <laughs> Actually, it's funny you say this because I just looked him up not too long ago because the spirit is watching the Michael Jackson videos. And I forgot he was in a You Rock My World video. And that was actually his last, I think listing it on IMDb before he died. And I think he Crazy. actually smiles in that fucking music video. <laughs> oh, wow. So it's I got been an expensive video. It's Michael Jackson. You already know, bro. Him and Chris Tucker running around. I can't... It was somebody else. Oh, it was Michael Masson was the other guy in there. Um... What am I thinking? Of? Oh yeah, uh, it's it's crazy. The most infamous thing he's remembered for is probably that Larry King interview, and now they're both gone. I don't even know about the Larry King interview. I gotta get hip to that. Oh, you, yeah. Everyone who's listening, if you don't look up the weird Larry King interview with Marlon Brando, it's like it's like twenty thirty minutes or something, and it is it is bizarre. I'm sh- it's how, so strange. What era was it? What decade was it? Like early nineties. Oh yeah, that's the that's Larry. Yeah, <laughs> Larry keeps trying to ask him about his movies and stuff, and Marlon is just not having any of it. He's like, uh, "Let me tell you something, Larry. Uh, I once I once saw a beetle walk across a log, like stuff like that." And it's just like, at one point, he gives him a kiss for no reason. Like it's 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 he's massaging his feet at some point like it's he's massaging crazy. his own feet or larry king's feet uh larry king is massaging marlon brando's feet i believe oh. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> 
Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, you got to watch that. Uh, it's like that Vin Diesel. When did I? When did I get into Beautiful World interview? Oh, this one. It's probably in the cringe compilation somewhere there. Probably that one I have seen before. I also seen Vin Diesel dancing with some street sharks and shit before too. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Seen <laughs> him break dancing too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That be that interview though with him is is uncomfortable. <laughs> It is. I remember I was watching that week because me and they are the spirit like to watch those little compilations sometimes. And that shit came up and she was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Meanwhile, he's a married man and has kids. Just just throwing that out there, too. I guess wifey like, look, I ain't fucking my money up. <laughs> <laughs> I forget who it was. It was. Oh, man. Whose wife was it? Damn. I think it was a hip hop dude. And they were talking to his wife about something. And she was like, man, look, as long as he come home and take care of the family, I'm going to fuck what he do. I was like, damn, okay. Hey, honesty, right? Hey, be truthful about it, shit. But Brendan. Yes. Well, fuck it, man. This was technically your pick. This is is technically your Patreon pick, even though it wasn't a Patreon pick, but we on Patreon. And this is your pick. Oh, shit. Wait, does this. Oh, no. Does this count as my Patreon? No, I'm fucking with you, man. But but why this movie, though? Why? Because you specifically, there are movies that Brendan will hit me with sometimes. It's like, this needs to be a hustle. And I'm like, I got you. Why this movie? Well, I mean, first of all, it stars a wrestler, which I think we've wanted to talk about a movie starring a wrestler for a while. I don't think we have, right? No. No, not have. us. No, we've, we've talked about, like, sex puppets and shit, but never wrestling. I mean, the sex puppets were wrestling, but... That's uh, true. With that pussy. Sorry. Oh, man, that scene. <laughs> you just put that back in my head. Uh, It'll never leave. <laughs> well, the fact that, yeah, the fact is it stars a wrestler... The fact that it's like a weird throwback 80s action movie, I guess. Even, even with a techno like soundtrack. It fucked me up a weird, couple times. <laughs> a weird, completely inappropriate soundtrack. Um, and it's, you know, it's got that straight to video or I guess straight to streaming uh, vibe of like worn out actors coming to do a few minutes of acting in a, in a crazy movie. How much money do I get? Yeah, fuck it. All right, I'll be there. <laughs> there is okay this movie just came out last year there's already an oral history of money playing up on the internet by the way <laughs> anyone who wants to find that that uh, will tell you things like apparently they only had kelsey Grammer for half of a day of shooting oh fuck and 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 later on thomas jane just decided to smoke his own pipe that he brought with him and oh, uh, said why aren't you shooting this just shoot this that's <laughs> all at the end of the movie he was smoking a pipe wasn't he oh shit early on too I only saw it at the end. There were a couple of times I was writing notes and I would like hear something in my earphones. I was like, what the fuck just happened? I was, yeah, I was frantically writing stuff down. Yeah, to, oh, I guess I had to explain because people might be confused when we talk about this shit. We watched, what was the app called? Cast? Cast, yeah. Yeah, we, we watched the movie together and he would be typing comments on the side and shit. And I would just, I would see that and then I'll hear the notification ping. I'm like, something just happened as I'm writing notes. <laughs> It was definitely multiple rewinds too. Oh, there was a yeah, there was a few. I didn't see. I, um, I tried to catch you. Whatever. I know you said something about a dummy kill. I I missed the fuck out of that one. It wasn't a dummy kill, but I'll mention oh, it when okay. we get to it. I'll mention it. it's it's a while. It's a ways into the movie. All right. Well, fuck it, Brittany. You know how it started. Oh, do I ever? <laughs> it starts with what I thought at first was a character named Art Museum, because. <laughs> <laughs> Edge is like the first one on screen going into an art museum. And the movie, is, just to give you an idea of this movie's creative juices, they don't even bother coming up with a fake name for this place. It just says Art Museum. <laughs> and, and right, where do you think like they, they filmed this? Because it doesn't look like an art museum. <laughs> Man, it looked like 
Have you ever been to like a storage locker like place? That's what the <laughs> fuck it looks like. There's like what three paintings on the wall? If that, I think I saw yeah. two. And and Edge, aka Adam Copeland, is doing this whole thing like there's three rules to a perfect team or a perfect heist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, while like DL Hughley is in the car like helping him break <laughs> into the. <laughs> I wish. It should have been DL Hughley. It should have been. Um, but he's helping him like bust into the place and his card fails like three times or something. And then like, it finally works. And he's like, phew, that Which, was a close. I was laughing to myself. Cause I'm like, how many times are they going to try this fucking car? Cause they do the cutaway to the other guards behind him, just watching and waiting with their guns and everything. I'm like, come on, man. He just did it. Cause it was, I swear it was more than three times, bro. It was at least five. He kept eh, 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 like it's among us and shit. For my video game fans out there, hey, but then it finally works because I guess the dude in the car is like putting in keywords in the computer to make it work or something. And then they just give it to him, like, here, you're free to go. It's like, bro, that fucked up five times. But then I forgot, though, now I think about it, there, it does come back later, though, because I just remember something. See, it's coming back to me. There you go. And again, we learned that it takes the right crew to pull off a job like this because it takes more than one flint to make a fire. That's the type of lines you're getting, folks. <laughs> My next note is bad camera feed, Brendan. Bad camera feed. Yeah, because they're like, oh, the painting's right there. And and he's like, wait, why are you not in the room, Edge? And he's like, I am in the room, and there's no painting. I don't know why he's Richard Lewis all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the room. There's no painting on the wall. <laughs> See, the thing is, though, Brendan, is that they got, it's a setup. You find out here, because the camera feed, they got, what was it, some device under the fucking truck? Some shit. Uh, yes. Hashtag weird technology all throughout this movie. Oh, shit. I just thought about it. That comes back, too, don't it? The device. Uh-huh. Ah, see? All, look, it all makes sense. This is a 10 out of 10 movie. It's David <laughs> Fincher shit popping. Yeah. Fucking move over, Zodiac. <laughs> Fuck you, Seven. <laughs> Get fucked to the game. <laughs> yeah. You know, Fuck you, two Alien 3. Why not? Eat shit, Panic Room. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You just watched all the Alien movies, too. Shit. I did. Still not fucking with Alien 3. That's still your least favorite one. It's still my least favorite one. It's funny because it's like probably got... Well, I mean, the first two have Ridley Scott and James Cameron, but I mean, it's got an amazing filmmaker behind Alien mm-hmm. 3, but like it's... Yeah, it's it's a oof, it's a mess. It's like it goes from was it Ridley Scott, James Cameron, David Fincher to like a French dude. I don't even remember his fucking name no more. It's just completely... But, <laughs> but he's like... I looked at his stuff and he's actually directed some like pretty... like famous movies too like famously well-received movies too so it's all like four really good filmmakers making the the four alien movies i'm not saying they're really scott he did prometheus and alien covenant too didn't he uh yes so yeah see that ain't oh, no excuses am, am i gonna piss everyone off again i also liked prometheus i did too i own it I, I didn't love it, but I did like it, though. It was good. It was solid. You know what? For me, it was a better movie when it didn't try to be an alien prequel. It just makes you kind of wonder, like, why it just wasn't an alien prequel. <laughs> just make, make it not an alien prequel. That's what I mean. Like, when it, when they weren't trying to tie everything in, it was a better movie. Yeah. Because I, when I watched it, or when I saw trailers for it back in the day, I remember thinking, oh, that looked like it might be cool. And then I saw people complaining, like, this is an alien. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? And I was like, oh, this is supposed to be an alien movie? What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. I thought it was just like a ripoff. Like, oh, that looks like Alien, but... 
No, this is not uh, this is not the movie Life starring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and a uh, 10 second cameo from Ryan Reynolds. Who? Wait, I the think. The fuck remembers that movie? Oh, I saw that. I saw that shit in theaters. You see everything in theaters. That doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> not right now. Well, you could. Theaters are open, Brent. Uh, I don't know. Actually, they might still be down. All right, I, was, I know they're open here because everybody's like, "Oh, let's go back to the theater." I'm like, "Nah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> I'd rather just live." Well, that's the thing is there. I know everybody talking about. I know like, everybody was pissed off about HBO Max, and I'm like, "Bro, this is what I've been wanting forever." Yeah, that sounds like literally the best deal ever. Exactly. Like I want. If I don't. Not every. I want. There's certain movies I want to see, but I don't care to go to the theater and see them. So it's like put it on both. The theater experience is overrated. I think so, too. Like, I know a bunch of people will probably hear me say, and be like, what? That's crazy. I thought you loved movies. That's right. I do love movies. But I also love watching movies at home. <laughs> Listen, if I could go to the theater and no one else was in there, great. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> that would be amazing. Or if the people in there are, like, good. Like, you know, you, I have so many experiences where I go and people behind me or across from me just won't shut the fuck up or mm. they won't, like, stop, like getting on their phone and shit like that and i'm just like i wish every theater was an alamo draft house like right and he's and he not even safe you go to an r-rated movie and then somebody brought their fucking shit kids with him so one thing i miss working about working at the theater is when people tried to do that i was like nope oh really you stopped them oh well they're like but this uh is like you're you just say you're like it was a child like under under 14 yeah but i'm their parent oh that's cool uh they still can't go in Oh, here in America, they like you guys. As long as you got an adult, they don't go fuck who go in there. <laughs> no, if you're under fourteen, um, it doesn't matter who you're going in with to an eighteen A movie. You can't, you can't go. Oh shit, man! It's been multiple times here where uh, we would. There, oh, there was actually one time I, th- I think PJ might have been there with me. We've done this shit twice. Where we bought, it was one time we bought a ticket to go see some like animated bullshit. And uh, we just snuck into the other theater. That was easy. But there was actually a cop out there guarding it because the, a new Saw movie had came out. And so they were actually on guard like, yo, don't let no kids in here. So we had to show him the little thing like, we're going to go see this weird fuck ass Disney movie. He's like, OK. And then we just went right into the other theater and shit. But then there was one time where we actually I was like, there was some guy and I was like, hey, can you get us into this movie right here? Because if you buy it, come us when we buy the tickets, they'll give it to us. And so he's like, I don't know. I said, like, I can you $5. <laughs> he's like, all right so i get this dude five dollars he walked over with us to the booth to get the tickets and then we just went to see the movie anyway <laughs> i think my th- I, I think my thing too about that was like uh, uh i don't know if it's the same in the states but like in in canada in canada like if we let say we let someone that was like i don't know 12 years old go into like an r-rated movie mm-hmm. and their parents find out like the theater could lose like it's license to play movies oh yeah i don't think it's that strict i don't think people get out well shit we've had incidents here in the in the states where People went to go see like a Pixar movie and they played a trailer for like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and shit. <laughs> I heard about I heard about something like that. Yeah, that shit is the best. I would have been we almost dying. We almost played uh, Freddy versus Jason instead of Spy Kids 3D one year. I was at the theater. <laughs> I, I literally we you know when he's like coming out of the water with his with Freddy's head in his hand mm-hmm. and it, it kind of starts like that or whatever. Yeah. Like he's coming to the water. They literally stopped it as the shot of the water started. So all the trailers for Freddy vs. Jason played. Oh. And nobody thought to come out and be like, this is an odd selection. <laughs> yeah, the Omen remake shouldn't be playing before fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Spike is 3D. I saw that in the uh, theater, so, too. Yeah, Money Plane. 
Yeah, yeah. One day, Spock gets through yours. I did see that in the theater. I remember liking that movie. We're going to talk about it one so day. So did I. I oh, saw it as shit. well. That's the one, that is the one with Stallone, right? That's the, yeah. And, 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 oh, yeah. and I wore the fucking blue and red 3D glasses. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Damn. That's flashback right there. But money playing, like you said. <laughs> money playing! So, uh, the, yeah. So, they like you said, they realize that everything's sabotaged. And sabotaged! Sorry. <laughs> it's it. a mirage. <laughs> That's from Mario right there. <laughs> but they realize, yeah, there's no painting there at all that they're there to steal. So they proceed to have the slowest getaway dr- I've ever seen, and they just shake the camera so it looks like the van is driving faster. <laughs> yeah, I wrote in my notes. Oh, they're before that too, because Edge is about to get fucked up because he's he's doing like a voiceover, and you think he's fucked. But then you hear like a you see because you're seeing like grenades or smoke grenades getting thrown around and shit, and he realizes like his homegirl I guess saved him, came yeah. and got him out the room, and then yeah, my next note was slow escape, slow escape. And this is where I first noticed too because it's throughout the whole movie. But every time a gun, you hear a gunshot, it sounds like a fucking fart. It's like <laughs> that's what it sounds like every time. And I think you pointed this out too that throughout this movie, the sound effects seem like muted overall. Yeah, and there's even points like where the music even sounds or the audio sound. I even told you, I think during the movie where the voices were sounding distorted and shit at certain times. Yeah, and like when people got like stabbed and stuff, it was just like there was there was it was almost muted, and I was like, wait, what? Sometimes I swear <laughs> there was just no effect at all. Like they forgot yeah. to put the shit in there later. <laughs> Whoopsies. Because I'm like, this dude is getting stabbed. You know, normally you hear the yeah, okay, shot. It was there was nothing. He just like. That's how you just heard. That's what it was. It was nothing. Just shink. Done. Not even that. That's what you didn't even no. really get that noise. It just that's it. <laughs> oh man. So the crew is like uh Edge, uh DL Hughley, uh not Pedro Pascal, and the girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she I actually gotta say, like, she has the most out of all the crew, uh, she has like some of the best moments too. Yeah, like she... the most ridiculous, but like the funniest. She's definitely of the. I think honestly, even more so than Edge, she's the most interesting one out of all of them. Well, she gets to do the most, I think. Yeah, because Edge, after a certain point, is just like driving or piloting a plane. He don't even do shit after a certain point. It must have been so. Okay, so there's your answer. You know, how you talked about like you were you were shocked that Edge was in this whole movie. Yeah, that's because they filmed most of his stuff in like two hours they because had he's to. in the same position. Yeah, and I can't wait to get to that part with that cramped ass yeah. fight scene too. <laughs> But before we get there, Brent, we have to meet your favorite character in this movie. I think he's your favorite. You're the one that keep quoting his damn name, bro. Well, no, I mean, you did say he was the best part, though. Oh, he is, definitely. In my in my notes, I, bear with me, people, because I just called him Frazier in my notes. There's certain <laughs> people. Oh. Again, Darius Emmanuel Grouch III, I'm, a.k.a. The Rumble. I'm just going to say Frazier. Fuck it. Or Beast. <laughs> Fuck it, whichever one you want. But wrote, and he fucking, he comes in hot. He does. This this isn't where he has to do tied up, is it? That's later, right? That's later. That's okay. the, that's that's a great scene. <laughs> I think I wrote a note, or there's a line I think I wrote down from that. Scene. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have a lot of lines just like jotted down, as if I would forget them because I won't. They're amazing. <laughs> Every line in this movie was written on a dare. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's, it's like I bet you I can get this made into a movie. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a fucking it's like a situation with that manos director where he's like a fertilizer salesman yeah. i bet you i can make a movie <laughs> oh no pass so it's i bet i i can't oh i can't oh i got you 
<laughs> and he won because motherfuckers to this day in 2020 are still talking about fucking Manos. And all it did was ruin uh, a guy's life and cause him to take his own life. A couple people in that thing in that production did, unfortunately. Oh, really? I'm Picture sure that, Torgo they... did too. Oh, Torgo did. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, I think the, I thought the director did too. Oh, I didn't know about that. I think so. I'm not sure. Don't quote me. But I think I know that the guy who played Torgo like put the prosthetics on wrong and did like damage to his knees and then took painkillers and basically OD- OD'd and died. Mm-hmm. It's pretty for Manos, the hands of fate. <laughs> right. That's. You know they made a sequel? Like two, two years ago? It's called Manos Returns? Oh, it's probably not that good, though. It's probably not, but it's, I think it was... No, it's not directed by, but the the woman that played the little girl in Manos, like, she helped make that shit. And I think it even has the guy that played the masters in that shit. Oh, shit. Okay, well, that, that does pique my interest a little bit more. Probably a, a Patreon hustle. There's another one, probably. <laughs> that, 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 it it kind of does sound a little bit like a Thanks Killing 2 situation, though. And, well, te- technically, Brendan is Thanks Killing 3. Oh, sorry. If you want to be technical, no, I don't care. I don't, fuck, fuck. I'm gonna be I sucked do. anyway. I want to be technical. <laughs> or, or what I'm assuming, because I haven't seen it, but what I'm assuming, Birdemic Two is like. I haven't seen Birdemic Two either because I had a feeling after seeing Thanks yeah. Killing Three and like Sharknado and all that shit, they're never as fun when they purposely try to be bad or something. The first Sharknado is is pretty entertaining for a bad, like on a bad movie level, but yeah. when they make the sequels and they're like. Literally, I think it's the second one. Every like thirty seconds, there's a new cameo, and it's like I don't care. Mm-hmm. They actually had to cut. Um, they cut from the re- from the rerun. They cut Jared Fogle. He was one of the cameos. <laughs> Shit. And then they were like, uh, "Delete." <laughs> you ever played a uh, South Park video game? Well, I forget which one it is. One of them has him as a boss fight. Is it the the one that came out like a few years ago? Yeah, it's the second one. I can't remember. Stick of Truth. I think that might be the first. It's like the fractured butthole or some shit like that. I think is the name of it. Oh, I think I did actually play that. Is that the that's the one that's kind of like an RPG game, right? Yeah, both of them are. But the one I'm t- is like they're acting like Marvel mm. Avenger characters and shit. Yes, I did play the fractured butthole. Yes, <laughs> he was when he came up as a boss fight. When I fucking I was dying, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, there was it. Yeah, Frazier comes in hot because he's like. He has his henchman hold up a blank canvas behind Edge's head, and he's like, I ought to make a Jackson Pollock out of you right now. Oh, yeah. I'll shoot you in the head and make my own Pollock painter or some shit like that. Well, he's, he also, like, starts listing off artists, and then he goes, bunch of bitches. <laughs> oh, I think I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where you get your line, too, that we said in the beginning of the movie, right? Oh, my God. I died and I heard this line. <laughs> Because he basically, what does he tell Edge? He's like, you fucked up. You didn't get my painting back. So now you have to rob. Mm-hmm. Oh, the money plane. The money plane. What exactly? Do, they, do you remember their explanation for the money plane? Because I, I remember is, they gave an explanation for it. <laughs> and I only know this, guys, because, I've seen again, I've seen this movie so many times now. Yeah, you were the authority. You've seen it like 80 times. I, I, genuinely, at least four to five times. There you uh, go. The money plane is a plane for criminals. Um, they fly over international waters. And as we know, if you're over international waters, everything's legal, baby. That's right. Sky crimes, homie. Yeah. sky. It's basically a sky casino. <laughs> I didn't realize it, on. it was specifically for criminals. 
specifically for criminals. I didn't hear that line at all. Okay, so that yep, that, yep. that clears up some shit. <laughs> Everybody on that plane is a is a criminal, gangster, human trafficker, whatever. Well, we'll see. Well, that explains uh, that because I was wondering why on, the only people on the plane were fucking sex traffickers and drug addicts or drug dealers and shit, and arms dealers and yeah. and the guy who sold nukes to Iran. <laughs> Oh shit! Him and Ben Stiller, man. We'll get to it though. <laughs> yeah. So he's like the guy who I thought was gonna have a Russian accent, but then didn't. Yeah, I was. I was in my notes. I was. I said Russian dude, but I'm like, I don't even know for sure. He just. He just got him looking like that. I feel like they like set that up, and then he tried to do the accent. He was like, "Hawk and talk," and then they were like, "You know what? Never mind. Just do <laughs> nah, your robot. Just, just talk, motherfucker. Shut up." <laughs> but yeah, he says like. um it's a casino in the sky, and it's a money plane, and they have a lot of cryptocurrency mm-hmm. <laughs> and a bunch of cash in the vault. And I want you to rob the motherfucking money plane. Brent, I got to ask you a question right here. Mm-hmm. When Kelsey Grammer says fuck, did it make you uncomfortable? No, it made me laugh. Because <laughs> it made me so uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, you should never swear, Kelsey Grammer. That's the thing. He, when he does it, it's so he gets so hyped, though, that it just makes me laugh. Like, Fuck! <laughs> The way he says it, she's the best. The fucking money plane. <laughs> so but, weird. But yeah, so that's the basically the plot of the movie. You, you didn't get my painting. I need my forty million dollars, whatever the fuck it was. So you need to go yeah. rob the money plane. And, and then, and then, what's the line? Yeah, I bought, I bought your debt. We'll be, we'll be square after this. Oh, the line, the, yeah. the greatest line in the history of cinema. This is my next he note. says, "The money plane has everything." And you want to bet? You can bet on anything. You want to bet on a dude fucking an alligator? Money plane. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear, when I was watching and he did that, because I think there's another line he says with money plane, and I just thought of the fucking monorail shit from The Simpsons. Every time he says something, it's just money plane at the end of it. What's that you say? Money plane. Money plane. <laughs> money plane. Money plane. And it's funny because as you sing that, that goes right into the titles. Because at this point, yeah, you're out. I was wondering yeah, if he was going to have a title screen. No, and then we get the schematics of the plane, right? Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> yep. It was at this point, uh, I think, I, yeah, I wrote it down. I'm like, it's starting to feel more and more like a sci-fi channel movie now. Like, when the credits hit, I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, he also has, like, when he says, you know, you're going to rob the money plane, he also says, or I'll kill your family. And he has one of his henchmen um, who has, like, a perfectly ready-to-go set-up laptop with a picture of his wife and his kid, just flips it open, and he's got it there. And he's like, they're going to fucking die unless you rob the fucking money plane. And see, but see, that's <laughs> professionalism, Brendan. He had the shit ready. Yeah, yeah, Filmmaking. Exactly. <laughs> oh, by the way, I just want you guys to know that I'm reading my notes out of a uh, book today. Okay. And on the book, it says, uh, beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself. Coco Chanel. Oh, there you go. Message. I want everyone to know. You're beautiful, everybody. Because <laughs> when did this become beautiful world? <laughs> oh, <laughs> moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Edge is briefing his team, and then you get to, you know, all the cliches, you know, this one last job. We're going to be rich in, after this. In a giant, empty warehouse. I mean, what you want in there, Brendan? It's the briefing room, homie. It, <laughs> they literally set up a fucking ironing board in the middle of a giant warehouse. <laughs> this, this is not an ironing board, Brendan. This is the table. Oh, okay, sorry. This is the briefing sorry. table. The briefing table. It's <laughs> it's an amazing set. Aaron Sorkin, take notice. 
It's, you can brief and then iron your briefs on it right after it's just a briefing tape. And that'd have been great if they were like making their plan and then Edge just like just off screen. You just see him like yanking his shorts off and just starts like <laughs> ironing. Like, right so yeah, this is our last job on the money planes, flipping his <laughs> pants over and shit. Got one like we we gonna be rich after this. Don't worry about it. By the way, I know you said earlier that I like I've suggested movies to you before. I think this is the first time I suggested one that wasn't intended to cause everyone listening discomfort. Wasn't intended to like fuck up people's make them like question life choices and shit like that. Exactly. Fun fact: Serbian film is getting released on Blu-ray here in America in a special edition, uh, Brendan. I know. With a, well, with I know. a new documentary. Are you are you buying that shit? No. <laughs> I've seen it. I'm good. That was the greatest delivery I've ever heard. <laughs> no. <laughs> Check in my Mark Wahlberg on this shit. What? <laughs> no. Oh, bro, I ain't gonna buy a Serbian film. That gets me too hard, bro. <laughs> There's probably somebody burning somebody out there. Bro, I've been watching that movie. Every time I put that on, Donnie walks in. It's real awkward. <laughs> Shots. <laughs> We just started eating Wahlburgers together and forget about it. You know, Mark, I don't know if I've ever told you that before. Mark Wahlberg owns a, a car lot here in Columbus. It's called Mark Wahlberg. Is it Chevy? I think it's Chevy. Hey, yeah, but owns it. Yeah, it's just it's, and he even now uh, he has commercials like on the local TV channels. Commercials play for where he's in the commercial like, "Hey, come buy a car from me, Mark Wahlberg." Whatever the fuck. <laughs> whatever the hell he says on there. By the way, I would love if the commercial was just him saying, "Hey." Come buy a car for me, Mark Wahlberg. I'll sell you a car, bro. It's not that far off, I swear. I'm gonna find a <laughs> I'm gonna find a YouTube link for it somewhere. Do you ever? Hey, do you ever see Four Brothers? I was in that movie. I've never. I, you know, fun. I actually do want to. I've never seen that movie. I do need to watch that one day. I think you might actually like that movie. It's in a double pack with something. I might own it. I need to double check. There's so much shit in the bag over there. I gotta find it. <laughs> I have a double pack with Battle Los Angeles and. Uh, Space Jail. I thought you said Space Jam. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> every yeah, time you say Space Jail, that fucks me up. I always think it's Space Jam every time you say that. <laughs> Just in time for the new one, right? Because y'all fucking, in the Bloodshot episode, y'all referenced it there. Y'all said something like Guy Ritchie, and you said like, the Space Jail. And I'm like, he was in Space Jam? Oh, you mean, wait, 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 Guy, you mean Guy Pierce? Guy Pierce, there you go. One of them motherfuckers, <laughs> one of them guys, hey. I would love to see, by the way, Guy Ritchie directing Space Jail. <laughs> what the fuck is the actual name of that movie? I do own that uh, movie. It's Lockout. It's called Lockout. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, it's funny hearing you guys talk about it. I, I bought that movie way before podcast and shit, and I remember liking it. And now I have to go back oh, and watch it now. Genuinely... <laughs> I, I like genuinely think that movie's entertaining. It's it's a complete ripoff of Escape from New York, but mm -hmm. it's entertaining. Super super controversial opinion. From memory, That's I haven't watched it in years, but I remember liking Lockout more than I recently liked Escape from New York. Controversy. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm not gonna touch that one. I know. I don't <laughs> remember Escape from New York enough. I'll I'll say that. I watched it recently, and I don't know. Maybe I need to look at it again for the podcast. But I didn't. I wasn't blown away. I'll say that. It well, you also controversially had some things to say about Big Trouble in Little China, so. Yeah, I mean, that movie's cool. I gave it like a seven. I'm like, it's fine. I think PJ gave that a higher score than I did. It's, it's, it's no Ghosts of Mars. I gotcha. 
No, that movie bleh. If it weren't for Ice Cube, that movie would be worthless. Who's 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 the girl is in it? Is it the girl from Species? It is. Yeah, her and Pam Greer in there. Pam Greer's in there for like five minutes. <laughs> Not enough. Spoiler. Not enough. <laughs> oh no. Oh, and then ne- this next scene though, I didn't. This is where Denise Richards comes in, right? Oh well, yeah, but uh, I just want to mention that during their meeting, they tell um, not Pedro Pascal oh. that he's going to be on like t- uh, tech support on the ground. And he's like, because I need the tech support guy in the in the sky. And he's like, wait, what? Why? <laughs> and I also asked that too. I was like, why? <laughs> because when we see the tech support stuff that he needs he needs to do later, <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure I could do that. Well, see, Dio Higley has the device where he has to just hit one button. Nobody else can hit that one button better than Dio. <laughs> Should I feel bad for saying Dio Hughley? He reminded me of him a lot. Hey, if that's what he reminds you of, bro, I'm with it. <laughs> 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 but uh, uh it's, it's C.L. Hughley from Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip anyway well, that's a reference there you go but Ed just hanging out with his family he got a daughter and Denise Richards is his wife she's there for like two seconds and my, my note is that the girl asked him so it's okay to steal and <laughs> Brendan is shaking his head audio listeners uh, now he looks like he has a headache because it's like <laughs> Because it's like he te- he doesn't he read her like Robin Hood, I think so. And and it's like oh oh shit, this is super subtle. Mm-hmm. Remember this, folks. It's okay <laughs> to steal as long as it's from the bad guys, right? And take from the rich and give to the poor. That definitely won't come back into play at any point. Not at all. It won't happen at the end of the movie. Don't think that. By the way, he's having trouble with money, right? Did you not? Did you see the his fucking house? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck problem he got. It's shit nicer than any house I've seen lately. He lives in a fucking mansion. Yeah, just them three, and they got this huge ass. Well, I guess it ain't just them three, because my next note is that the Punisher breaks in. <laughs> Tom Jane enters the movie. Yeah, just like Frazier, he's also labeled the Punisher all throughout my notes. <laughs> I just kept putting TJ. <laughs> a hooker. Ooh. The Hooker. TJ the Hooker. Yeah, see who got that reference. 70s TV shows popping. Let's go. That was about William Shatner uh, undercover as a prostitute, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Kevin Kirk out here. Yes. <laughs> I uh, I think uh, I could probably go for a $20 bill for sucking your dick. Yeah. 54 handies. <laughs> Sale today. <laughs> a hundo if you want me to swallow. <laughs> Do what? That's 500. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't do any weird stuff for less than a thousand. Strip trek. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's a movie. So he'll probably do it, too. Man, he's like 85 years old now. <laughs> and just and still just chilling. He just He's just trolling people on Twitter. That's, yeah. that's all he does. <laughs> He does. Didn't he get to do a big thing with the red letter media guys for a while? He did. I think he did because I I forget what they they had a video that came out about it. But yeah, they said something and then somebody tweeted it to him and he responded to it and they were like, "Wait, what?" Because <laughs> yeah, he was like, "I don't I don't want to do anything with uh, these guys or something like that." He's mm-hmm. like, "I would never be on a podcast or something." And they were like, "Well, we're not really a podcast." And he's like, "Well, whatever you are, warp speed or something." Yeah, get fucked either way. Yeah, <laughs> they're not gonna work together. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, dude. 
It's long story short, I'm I don't fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. Punisher but broke in the house. Is his brother or is it his brother or some family member? I don't think they're Oh no, related. He, said, he said the daughter was his goddaughter, so it wouldn't be related. Yeah. Yeah, and they have a they have a conversation that's like a conversation that no human being has. You said that multiple times in this movie, I think. I know. I do. Well, it's true though, because they talk like in in they they don't even speak in English. They speak in exposition. <laughs> well, I know in my notes, I know he I wrote that he's getting the gambling backstory and how he said Edge was the best gambler or some shit. And clearly, he's not. He doesn't even gamble in the. Well, no, he take that back. He gambles once, and he loses horribly. Hard, right? <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's part of the rules. He got to lose on purpose. By the way, the worst ruse ever because he's like, oh, shit. Well, I played one game. I'm going to go take a nap now. This is not suspicious, right? Yeah, DL, handle my shit. I'm going to bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they're just talking about like how they did jobs together and stuff. And he's like, hey, Tom Jane, can you uh, look after my family while I'm out doing one last job? One and Tom last. Jane is like, I've heard that before. I'm like, so have I. Everyone. <laughs> so I- so have I. I watched a movie with this similar plot just two days ago. <laughs> one last gig. It was a heist too. It just went on a money plane. Well, then, can it even be called a heist? It was a money bank. <laughs> money bank. <laughs> Wait, was it? Was it? Uh, 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 that movie with? Um, oh my god. Oh. <sighs> Den of Thieves. I need to watch that. No, I haven't seen that one. That's the one with 50 Cent, right? Yeah. I need to see uh, that one. They're making a uh, sequel it, to that shit. Oh, just give me one second, Brent. Uh-oh. My package got here. I just got to tell Brad. just got to tell Brad so she can go get it. Hey, girl, grab my package. <laughs> my podcast. <laughs> That's a fucking cool Keith song right there. <laughs> uh, we only okay. on the fourth line of notes. God damn it. It's been an hour almost. Sorry. <laughs> nah, you good. Fuck it. I should just not even edit this. This is for Patreon. I'm like, y'all get it raw. I just like the videos. I <laughs> um, edit out all my misogyny. Fuck it. <laughs> all right, man. I got all that racist shit is gone. They'll never know me. No. <laughs> okay, so they wouldn't believe you, Brent, because you would have turned this podcast off by now. I didn't say against who. No. Just fuck with you. <laughs> oh, shit. Just one second, Brent. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. what are you talking about their conversation where they talk about nothing? Yeah, they're just saying that putting in... Well, that's the thing. I don't know why they do it because they're like hinting that he was a gambler. So you think he's going to go on the money plane and win money, but he doesn't. So it's kind of a wasted time, I guess. I don't know know about you either. I don't know about you too, but the first time I watched this, I said, oh, Thomas Jane's going to turn on him. Oh, when I watched it, I was like, oh, Thomas Jane's going to (laughs) die. I thought he was going to get fucked up. Mm Mm-hmm. The spoiler, he doesn't, but we'll get to it. But we're, we're getting to the money. Oh, no, actually, we're not getting to it. Oh, no, we are getting to it. I forgot yeah, what we're Yeah, we're at the first. money plane. Yeah, I forgot they're not on it yet because they got to go through the metal detector or whatever first. So I forgot about that because they got to give all their weapons. And I made a note that this is where Brendan hit me up. He was like, yo, look at this set. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is one of the worst sets I've ever seen. It's supposed to be at a, I guess it's supposed to be an airport and they're going through airport security, but it's just like a room with like, how, look, if y'all can see Britney's screen on the video, this is what that's what the fuck it looks like. That's the scene. This is the I'm on I'm on the set right now for Money Plane. <laughs> it's just a giant curtain. That's yeah. all it is. And just like in a in a podium that and 
I don't even was it a metal did they actually have a frame for the metal detector? I can't remember. Uh, I think it was just yeah, yeah, it was just like a like a door frame. Okay. How about sound? But I also also if they're gonna if they're planning on doing this job and they know they obviously know, like they're master thieves or whatever the fuck, mm. um, they gotta know that they're gonna scan for weapons. Why even bring the weapons? Yeah, I wondered that too. It's like you would think it's like on set procurement, like if you need a gun, get it on site. Don't bring the shit with you because he's going to give it up any fucking way. They didn't play Metal Gear Solid, Bernie. No, and they're also making the fatal error of uh, that the guy made in uh, fucking Con Air when he brought the gun on board. I mean, fun fact: Brent has never no. seen a Con Air. No, never seen Con Air before. I'm gonna call it right now. That's gonna be a nine or ten from you. I've seen, I've seen bits of Con Air. When I think of Con Air, the only thing I really know is Dave Chappelle getting thrown out of a fucking plane. That's all I know <laughs> about Con Air. That is a pretty good part. <laughs> That's the only part I know. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. It's one day. That's the only thing is that. I never really watched it on the podcast because PJ always talks about how much he hates Nicolas Cage movies. That's crazy, by the way. Insane. Yeah. Well, he found one in the last episode. He talked about how he, because he asked me, he's like, how come you never tell me about The Rock? I'm like, because motherfucker, you don't like Nick Cage movies. He's like, well, I like that one. Like, how the fuck would I know? <laughs> I was like, I own that make shit, watch, though. Make him watch Leaving Las Vegas. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. Honestly, I think he won an Oscar. Uh, did he win an Oscar? Is that the one? I might be, yeah, I think so. Actually, he's definitely, he's definitely up for one. Yeah, I've never seen that many. I, I've seen like probably a handful of Nick Cage movies, so I'm not, I'm not you've like seen, Stephen Izzy. You've seen Face Off though. I own Face Off. Yeah, that one Damn I have. Right. Seen. I've seen Face Off and Snake Eyes because I got the Blu-ray double pack. Oh, Snake Eyes, goddamn! <laughs> this is where isn't this? Oh, by the way, you should mention um, one of the Lawrences. Well, I don't. Maybe we did mention, but one of the Lawrences was not Pedro Pascal from earlier. Mm -hmm. The yep. other one shows up here as like the concierge guy. Yeah, and it's that's uh, Joey Lawrence, I believe. So and that's he the guy has, Blossom. Yeah, okay. he has the worst. By the way, the worst fucking hair plugs I've ever seen. Okay, I noticed something. Look, I don't know why, but I was like, my eyes kept going to his fucking hair, and maybe that's why I couldn't figure out why. Yeah, like just be bald, man. Just be bald. Put a cap on. Fuck it. You got a concierge hat. Fuck it. <laughs> like a little bell bellhop hat. Yeah, there you go. The girls had them on. Shit, go and throw you one on too. Fuck it. Oh, they got wristbands too. He gives them wristbands. I wrote that note down. That's where the, all their yeah. money is on their wristband because they scan in all that bullshit. And, and they also announced some some. Uh, okay, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just, he he is the rules though, Brendan. He is the rules. <laughs> they, he says a line. I don't I don't think I wrote it down, but there was a line. Oh oh no, it's later. I'm sorry. He didn't say it. I I got it written down. Never mind. But it's it's similar to I am the rules. Yep, right? I got it okay, written down. Exactly. Yeah. But they do announce the rules. Um, what are the rules of, of of the money plane, Brent? Do you remember? What are the rules? He's like, no fighting, no absolutely unless, no cheating. Oh, unless specified otherwise. There you go. Yeah, murder, murder even. I think that's where you dropped the first hint where it's like, shit gonna get wild. He's like, no fighting or killing unless it's authorized. But right. no cheating, no fuck that. You yeah. cheat, you fucked out here. And <laughs> I love the... Okay, so there's a weird part here where... I know, a weird part in this movie. But there's what? a weird thing <laughs> that never gets tied back in. Because there's a part where um, they take off, right? The money plane takes off. 24 minutes and in, we on the plane. We're on the plane. We're on the money plane. 24 minutes into the movie, about an hour into this podcast. There uh, you go. Hey. <laughs> good podcast. It takes, <laughs> it takes off. And the not Russian dude is like, 
Wow. Smooth takeoff. And then Joey Lawrence says, I should know we employ the best pilots because I am a pilot. But that never comes back. But see, but you know now, Brendan. But, (laughs) But like, why did, why did they introduce that? Because he just wanted motherfuckers to know I can fly this shit if I wanted to. I don't want to, but I can. It, it feels like, what's that thing? What's that thing where you introduce something and it comes back later? It's, it's like, pa- not Pavlov, but what is it called? Oh, Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun. Thank uh-huh. you. That's like a Chekhov's pilot moment. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't, but it isn't. It's in the director's cut, Brennan. Oh, okay. Well, no, you if there's a director's that. cut. Send that to me now. I can't even make that excuse for it because later on at the end of the movie, he's still standing back there with the other guy. And they're so not nah, fucking. I don't know. They forgot when they wrote the script. They forgot they put that line in there. I'm assuming there was going to be a scene where he took the controls of the plane. I thought when I thought it was eventually going to come a point where he goes to check on his damn pilots and sees Edge in there. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, and and uh, what did you call the other guy? One of the other criminals on this plane, uh, Brent? Oh, Ben Stiller? <laughs> There's a dude, I swear to when he popped up on screen, the first thing in my, I was like, what the fuck is Ben Stiller doing in this movie? And it looks like he's wearing a Zoolander shirt. Yeah, he, he looks like, oh man, what what movie is that? I don't remember if you remember in Starsky and Hutch when he was like in disguise oh, yeah. and he kept saying, do it or whatever the fuck. Like, it reminded me of that motherfucking character for some reason. <laughs> I, that's one of my guilty pleasure movies. I fucking love that Starsky and Hutch movie. I saw it once when it first hit DVD, and I haven't seen it since. But I remember liking it back as a kid, though. I I remember the greatest bit in that movie is when Owen Wilson is really high and he's like singing, mm-hmm. and there's like a cartoon bird on Ben Stiller's oh, shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to rewatch that shit. Or Will Ferrell when he's in the jail and he's like, "I want you to look back at me." mean like a like a like a dragon oh, i don't remember him at all i really i don't remember him in that movie at all bro. Quick, quick wonderful cameo oh okay yeah i, I forgot about that then oh my next line oh what's yours my, i was my, about to say mine is i got <laughs> oh, go, ahead. go ahead i was gonna wonder if you had the same one because my next note is that a perv is asking the price for girls <laughs> oh i do have, actually yeah i did mention that. <laughs> and then my, my line after that my note after that is money hoes <laughs> the fucking Godfather, play his cue his music up. Wrestling reference if you don't get that. It's for somebody probably get mad at me. I don't care. Well, no, on Patreon, if y'all patrons, y'all ain't gonna get mad at me. There's a '95 South song called "Bring Out the Holes," and that's the, that popped in my head immediately because the dude is like, "How much for your your stewardess?" And he's like, "Yo, the stu- he got super serious. He's like, "Yo, stewardess is work for us. They're on the payroll. You can't fuck with them." But we got this lineup right here, though, and girlies start coming out, and all I heard in my head was, bring out the hole! It's like a 95 <laughs> South song. <laughs> I will say, number one, by the way, Brent, I think you're I think you're doing this movie a disservice by, by saying, because they actually do say flight attendants. This movie is progressive. Oh, okay. And and number two, when I showed this, I showed this movie to my friend like three days before we watched it for this podcast, mm-hmm. and he actually pointed out, I think one of these girls, or at least looks, like she's uh, not yet 18. Oh, I had a feeling he was going to say that. I didn't notice. Fuck. She, the the one that, like, sits by Ben Stiller looks very young. That fits his character, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Fake Ben Stiller. I don't want to get sued for libel. He's going to hit like, what the what? 
The fuck movie are you talking about? Money Plane. <laughs> Don't worry, we didn't talk about Reality Bites, Mr. Stiller. Wasn't he in Money Tower or whatever the fuck? Oh, no, I was oh, called Tower of Heist or some shit, Tower right? Tower Heist. That's what Which it was. I heard was pretty good. I, heard, I haven't seen it. That was one of the movies they would play all the time when I worked at Children's Hospital. That was one, on one of the kids' movies, quote-unquote, they would play. What? It was a... It's, it would... Because they were... Okay. I worked in urgent care. There would be TVs out there that would just play cartoon animated movies all day. And I remember one day I saw a Tower Heist. I'm like, what the fuck is that doing on there? And then when it went off and came on again later, it was like in brackets, it said Family Edition. I was like, oh. oh. They chopped it off. Because at first I was like, what? Wasn't that also like kind of Eddie Murphy's comeback? I think it was. Because that was like the first time in a long time that he did a movie that wasn't like a thousand words or like some bullshit like Dream that. Girls or some shit like that. Well, I mean, Drake, <laughs> I mean, he almost won an Oscar for that movie. So. Oh, that that's the joke. <laughs> oh, you fuck. I've never seen Dreamgirls. So. You had to go back to uh, classic award-winning movies like Norbit. Yeah, Daddy Daycare and all that shit. You know there's a sequel to that? with like the, I think it's Cuba Gooden Jr. in the sequel. Brent, not only do I know about that movie, I saw it at the drive-in. You saw Daddy da- Oh, you said Daddy Day Camp. I saw Daddy I Day Camp. I about that. No, there's another. There's a direct. There's three of them, niggas. There's a direct-to-video one with Cuba Gooding Jr., I think. Damn. No, that's not direct. That's not direct-to-video, my friend. Wait, that was a direct-to-video? That was the actual oh, release. Oh, shit. No, fuck that. I saw Where that. Where my phone at? I got to look I saw the, that the, at the drive-in combined with Rush Hour... Three? Four? Is four a thing? It's three. There's only oh, three of uh... them. Okay, it was the third one. It was Rush Hour 3 and Daddy Day Camp, and I wanted to die. Holy shit. That's from 2007. Oh, shit. It cost $6 million and made 18 Now, as much as like Rush Hour 3, on any other day, I'd be like, oh, whatever. Seeing that after Daddy Day Camp, I was like, this is fucking Citizen Kane. <laughs> It's like the greatest film ever made compared to the bullshit I just sat through. Fuck you, Cuba. Gooding Jr. <laughs> Cuba <laughs> and uh, Jeff Garland is in it too from uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. Uh, oh, I know you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, the, his, his fat buddy. <laughs> Damn. I mean, that's who he is. He's hilarious. He's a great, he's a funny guy, but I don't know how else to point him out. Fat. No. <laughs> Scott uh, Snyder uh, talking about Daddy Day Camp. The fat guy! <laughs> oh, money shit. Yes, money hoes. Money and hoes. There you go. More money, more problems, more hoes. Hey. <laughs> they, start playing, they start playing Texas Hold'em, and this yep. whole scene has more just insane, ridiculous dialogue. Yeah, because I wrote down Texas Hold'em, and I wrote that the arms dealer is talking shit. Not this Russian? Is, oh, oh, shit. I wrote arms. I, I think this is before, before I realized he was supposed to be Russian. It's later on that, after that. Oh, no, I just mean, is like, is that who you're talking about? Oh, yeah, him and Ben Stiller. Yeah, we're talking shit. Because okay. that's where you find out he was selling nukes and all this other shit. Because um, he's, he's, he, he rightfully, I mean, I can't even be mad at him for this, but he's talking shit. Because uh, him and you know, Ben Stiller was trying to holler at, oh, hit the, because the girly on Edge's team is undercover as a flight attendant. And he keeps trying to holler at her. And Edge is like, yo, can we please not do that? And he's like, bro. You a motherfucking uh, what's the what's the phrase? What's the phrase? Human trafficker. And you're a human trafficker. So what the fuck is your problem? And I was like, yeah, why would you pick that as your fucking undercover joint if you're gonna be acting like that? You gotta stay in cover. He breaking cover immediately upon being on the money plane. And then we <laughs> money plane. And then we have the first uh, real bit of suspense because uh, a not Russian dude is like, oh, I know you. We've met before. 
haunting music, haunting music uh, digitally. Oh, not through <laughs> Skype because he's still with a snooze face, I guess. But yeah, we well, talk- there was a Zoom call. <laughs> That's it. We talked through Anchor. <laughs> That's why I don't remember because I lost the fucking call. <laughs> Fuck you, Anchor. <laughs> Oh shit! There's also a that dude knows knows a lot of statistics. I'm gonna say, you know, hey man, we all got access to cell phones now. He can look up stats all goddamn day. Sports people do it. <laughs> I literally wrote, "We got Mister Statistics over here." <laughs> oh, okay. Here, I want what you say about this. My next note is just punch. <laughs> I knew he's gonna laugh. <laughs> I almost lost my headphones. I'm about to say almost laughed. Sorry, knocked his headphones off. Why did oh you laugh God. so hard, Brennan? Now you look like alfalfa, man. You got to fix your hair, dog. <laughs> oh, shit. There you go. <laughs> Forgot about the video portion. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. um, Ben Stiller guy, just like a ma- one of the, I think the only male flight attendant comes over yeah. and does like the most stereotypical, like effeminate, gay, mm-hmm. you know, lispy kind of thing. Is like, hello. And he just like punches him and he's like, ah! But see, he's because he, he, oh, because they asked, they ordered drinks, and I guess girly, I guess he, they expected her to bring the drinks back, but the other guy's like, drinks for you, sir, and he just steals on him for no fucking reason. He just punches him right in the face, and, and fucking Joey Lawrence comes over and he's like, whoa, calm down, okay, whoa. <laughs> they tell him, they're like, yo, you do that shit again, it's raps for that ass, real quick. You ain't gonna blossom. Oh, references. Bars. But they start playing on a very special blossom, the money plane. <laughs> In the special money plane episode of Blossom, motherfuckers <laughs> get their heads blown off multiple times. <laughs> but you don't hear a fucking thing. That's right. You just hear. It's <laughs> <laughs> somebody sound a whoopee cushion and shit. <laughs> would not be shocked if that's what they did. <laughs> this guy would just keep squeezing it to the microphone over and over again. Oh man. I know you talked about how uh, Frasier was your favorite character, favorite part of this movie, but I gotta say my favorite character in this movie is coming up right now. Unfortunately, he ain't here very long, but yeah, they're, they're playing Texas Hold'em, and uh, I just wrote my notes. I just put Cowboy comes in. I Cowboy don't... Matthew Lawrence. Oh, that's who that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the other Lawrence, <laughs> and it is the most like over the top. Like it looks like he just got a costume at a Halloween. Like, Spirit of Halloween store. The fakest-ass mustache. That's what my eyes gravitated to, was that damn mustache. Oh, it looks so fake, right? <laughs> it was perfect. I was like, that had to be on purpose, bro. It had to be, because I I half expected there to be a scene where someone was like, oh, and just, like, ripped it off of him. Yeah, it's just like, man, shut the fuck up and rip his shit off. It looked faker than, like, a mustache, a fake mustache on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and those will be coming off, and it still looks faker than that. <laughs> and, and by the way, when they come off, it's hilarious. <laughs> what? I just saw it happen to somebody on there recently. I can't remember who. Fuck. I just remember back in the day, there was an episode where Daryl Hammond was supposed to have a mustache. They were doing, like, a, an Iran talk show or something, mm-hmm. and he had, like, a fake mustache, and it came off, and he just let it hang for the whole sketch. <laughs> and they were just like laughing and fucking he just kept like moving it and he's like ah i ran out of glue and stuff like that (laughs) it was the the best at least he ran with it shit yeah oh yeah professional yeah hashtag damn right they start playing texas hold'em brennan i don't know how the fuck to play texas hold'em so i'm just watching this shit oh i i kind of know because Uh i I, somebody actually 
I, I mean, I'm not good at it, but oh. like I know the basic rules. But in this movie, I would argue, Brent, that they know as much. They know about how to play Texas Hold'em as much as you do, because <laughs> they don't show any shots of like it doesn't make any sense. No, They're like pair of sevens. Oh, pair of sevens, pair of fours. Like that's it's that's all it is. They're just reading off the instructions on Wikipedia, like oh, pair of sevens. That's the one to do that one. Guys, I think if you have a pair of sevens, it's better than a pair of fours. Let me just recheck this. Yeah. Yeah, dude, run with it. Fuck it. Put it in the script. But because Edge is like super gambler, like the Punisher said in the beginning, he says, fuck it, we going all in. So the <laughs> Cowboy's like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. He gets hype. He's like, I'm all in, too. I'm all in, too, partner. He's and, the best. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Oh, and then the Russian dude also, I think, goes all in, I think. Yeah. And the Cowboy's the way, winning. What's up? Brett, did you write down what the Cowboy's name is? No, I didn't. I just wrote Cowboy in my notes. J.R. Crockett. Oh, yeah, because I was talking about Jim Crockett's son. That's right. <laughs> There's a reference for you. Mm-hmm. Also, Keep JR wrestling. is like the guy from Dallas, right? That's right, because we tried to figure out who shot his ass. <laughs> <laughs> we know in this movie. <laughs> oh, it's simple. We, we find out here soon because, oh, here it is, Brendan. My next note after the Cowboy won the poker game is, there's yeah. a quote. It's not, I am the rules, but he wrote, he says, rules were made to be fucked. Tell him about it, Brendan. I know you was hyped for that shit. Well, the the um the girl that's undercover heads downstairs to like I don't know see if she can find out where shit is. Find the money Ben's, on the plane. The money on the money plane. <laughs> there yep. you go. And then Ben Stiller goes down, and yeah, he he sees her, and she's like, "There are rules," and you know he says that line: "Rules were meant to be fucked." And then he says, "You want to get fucked?" That's the other part. I was like, "There's a second part too." She doesn't whoop his ass here, does she? No, she just basically like semi acts like a little bit seductive, and she's like, "You're not gonna be a problem, are you?" <laughs> yeah, this is pretty much all she does is seduce him until the end of the movie. We'll talk about it. Though. She was she was a looker, I'll tell you. Yeah, I, was a say, looker. I, I see why everybody's trying to holler. I can't front. Yeah, but we got to get to your boy, Brennan. Oh, my next note is Russian roulette. Oh my god. Oh, we, we didn't, we didn't the... say. Before, I'm sorry, before we get to it though, uh, like you said, Edge went to bed or he's out sneaking around. So he gave DL the chip with all his uh, money on it. So he's been doing all the gambling for him. And somehow he got persuaded into a game of Russian roulette by the cowboy. Right. And you know it's, it's something because you see like the red tablecloth being laid out. And he's like, Russian roulette, ladies oh, yeah, and gentlemen. And people I... start coming around, surrounding him too, with like wearing raincoats and shit. And I was just like, are we really fucking doing this? <laughs> Fuck it. Because I think at this point we're like 40 minutes in or something. Let's just start killing people. <laughs> <laughs> and the greatest thing is that J.R. Crockett, the cowboy, says, I am the undefeated Russian roulette champion. No shit. Because if you've been defeated once, spoiler alert, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, we, we've seen the movie 187. We talked about it during Slipstream. <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah, you ain't no... <laughs> This isn't a deer hunter situation. If you've already <laughs> lost Russian roulette, I'm sorry, Christopher, Christopher Walken, you are dead. Spoiler alert for the deer hunter. Well, I haven't seen deer hunter, so. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I don't care. It's fine. That shit old as fuck. It's a movie from the 70s. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I was going to say, too, though, this is two weeks. This, or not two weeks. This is two episodes in a row we talked about Russian roulette, Brendan. This is becoming this is a new running gag now. <laughs> oh, shit. It ain't child Next murder no more. Here. Next week, you got to talk about, uh, uh, I got nothing. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Was this... <laughs> I 
I don't know any movies where it's in there. <laughs> I can't think off the top of my head right now anyway. Or either, fuck it. But they start, you know, I, I get the movie credit. They got the black guy. He ain't fucking around with it. He like, nah, fuck that. He keeps they keep sliding the gun back and forth because I'm like, that's realistic. So I'm like, no. <laughs> well, because J.R. Crockett is like, I'll be willing to go first, and then the the rules the rules guy or wait, no, this is where we find out Brent that line that you were talking about. Which one? Because he says like he's the the dude who's like laying out the rules. Um, oh yeah. D.L. Hughley is like, I want to see a book, and what does he say? I am the book. Is that what he says? I am the book. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I am the rules book. Um, because J.R. Crockett wants to go first because he's like a southern gentleman, right? Right. And D.L. Hughley's like, hey, the man wants to go first. Yeah, and fuck slides it. it back over. <laughs> and then the rules book, or the book, is like, no, but fuck that. He's the champion, so you yeah. are obliged to go first. The book is like, can you dig that, sucker? Da -da 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 -da. A lot of wrestling. Well, I guess this does have Edge in it. I mean, yeah. But, but again, though, Edge is probably, no offense to Edge, I'm, I'm an Edge fan. You're an edgehead. I'm an edgehead. Hey, he's great, right? <laughs> yeah. I just had a great... But uh, he's probably one of the least interesting parts of this movie. I'm going to just... I'm going to flat out tell you, of the main cast, he's the most boring part of this movie. Of all the people... I mean, he... Well, not Denise yeah. Richard, but she barely... And I don't count her. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't... To be fair to him... He to be fair? Really get a, without him? Without him? <laughs> he doesn't really get, like, a whole lot to do. Nah. But... Uh, well, it's like you said, maybe that's why he agreed to be the lead character, because he's like, I ain't got to do much, and I get paid, fuck it. Probably, honestly. It's boring at the same time. I would rather have this some shit to do. <laughs> that's true. Because even Thomas Jane, um, like, get to use a drone later to snipe people, but we'll get to oh, it. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got <laughs> questions that. about that scene, so I'm, I'm glad you hype about that. <laughs> oh, I'm hype about 90% of this movie. Spoiler alert. No, shit. Uh, the cowboy's like, ah, fuck it, I'll go. Yeah. I'm undefeated. I can't be beat. And he <laughs> shoots himself in the fucking Immediately face. marks himself. <laughs> Again, it sounds like a fart. It just... <laughs> if you can hear that. <laughs> <laughs> they got it. Oh, here's another one, though. This is what I was waiting to talk about, because Edge is yeah. like, yo, I'm going to go get the pilot. I'm going to go take control of the plane. And so he... <laughs> oh, him and... He uses a girly to seduce the guy out. And then he just beats the fuck out of him. And then he goes into the, you know, the cockpit. And then I I was thinking before it happened, I'm like, there's only one? Only one guy? But then he gets in there and there's a co-pilot just kind of like gets so like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh shit, the co-pilot. And I'm like, yeah, I was even thinking that before. I'm like, where the fuck is the co-pilot? And and like you you mentioned you mentioned this to me as we were watching it. You're like, he they didn't account for a co-pilot? Yeah, because I was even wondering when he when they only one guy came out. I was like, because I swear, Brendan, I'd have to go back and look at it. When they open up the door and the pilot comes out, I did not see a co-pilot in there. Cause yeah, I, oh, well, because the, they kind of hide it with the shot, I think, oh, okay. a little bit. I thought he just like, wasn't kinda, there. <laughs> as, as if as if we're also too stupid to know that there's a co-pilot. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, the movie is like, oh, guys, did you think that, did you forget about the co-pilot? And you and I are like, no, we didn't. Why did you forget about the co-pilot? Yeah, I was confused. I'm like, where the fuck is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at? I know he up there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> So was it, wait, was the other guy, Peter Graves, being like, uh, hey, Edge, do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> yes. You ever got... seen a grown man naked? There you go. That was Peter Graves talking to Gurley right there. Oh, oh my God. By the way, airplane. uh, Airplane's great, but it's that. pretty sad what that director now is, unfortunately. I don't even know who the director is. 
it's either the director or one of the writers, but he's basically gone on to be like a super right wing uh, asshole, and he made like an American Carol. The fuck is that? It's a movie about how the Republican Party is real cool because Abraham Lincoln was a Republican, and they were definitely the same party two hundred years ago. <laughs> I'm looking this up right now. Kevin Farley, Chris Farley's younger, much less talented brother plays uh michael moore essentially and if you guessed that he plays michael moore as a slob that everyone hates you'd be correct let me see you know who else was in that movie al c grammar yep and leslie nelson is oh leslie nelson is playing osama bin nelson nelson <sighs> the fuck i would hope i would pray and hope that leslie nelson was only in that movie because of the director because he worked on airplane Gary Coleman is in there. Robert Davi is in there. Leslie Neal. Oh, Robert Davi. You know why he was in that movie. Who did he play? Let's go back. Aziz. Oh. Oh, dear. How would I expect <laughs> it? David Allen Greer is in that movie. Oh, no. There's this, some people in this. Paris Hilton and Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper doesn't surprise me. No. David Allen Greer surprises me a little bit because I, I'm pretty sure he's a pretty staunch Democrat. As far as I know. Christopher yeah. McDonald's in there. I know him. Well, that, I don't really know much about Christopher McDonald, I guess. Ah, here's, an, here's one, Bill O'Reilly. What? <laughs> I uh, thought he was. I thought he was on Obama's communication team. <laughs> oh, Kevin Sorbo, Brendan. Fuck Kevin there Sorbo. You, there's Fuck your boy. You <laughs> the bowels of hell. Oh, oh, two more of them. Holy shit. John Voight hey, and James what? Woods. There you go. <laughs> oh, big shocker. Big shocker. By the way, Kevin Sorbo. I got one thing to say to you. Xena is better. I didn't watch either one, so I have no idea. Lucy Lawless, greater than sign, Kevin Sorbo. I did see she bombed his ass on Twitter. That's all I really know. Oh, did she? Oh, she said something. So he posted something and she retweeted it and said something back to him. Good. Fuck Hercules. Oh, oh, David Zucker. I know that name. That's the director. Okay, there you yeah. go. That's cool. Yeah. There's a lot of people in that movie. I might have to make you watch that one day. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> just like that other movie i was talking about the surviving christmas director made i'm curious to look at oh kurt cameron saving Not, christmas or yeah what, whatever yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about that religious trilogy that he made because i definitely watched one of those i don't know if it was a trilogy i forget the name i just saw the title and i was like oh i gotta see what like it was fire saying. something with fire i don't think it was that one um, what, what was it called saving christmas Oh, we did that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I, when y'all did it, I was looking up the director's shit and I saw a title. Oh, Darren Doan. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, not Kirk Cameron. I mean the director. Yeah. He did something about something about Trump or some bullshit like that. It was like, oh fuck, let me. I gotta find the fucking t- the free speech apocalypse. That's the title. <laughs> Your ass is watching that one day. <laughs> ah! Yeah, I can't. I gotta see. You're gonna find. You're gonna. You're gonna find out. Uh, you're gonna find out the political identities of all your listeners with that episode. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm. I'm of, if we do it on Patreon, I already know everybody pretty much. Oh, yeah. If anyone's joining the Patreon, I doubt they're like. You know what? I'm a fervent Trump supporter, but I'm gonna listen to this podcast. I can't imagine, but you never know. People might be never like, know. you know what? I love Trump, but them niggas is funny. <laughs> we we see you we see you mike brooklyn <laughs> of all the names <laughs> well i said i you know what i call him out because he's mo- the most obviously not trump supporter that i can think of oh, so no, fuck with you. <laughs> when just messing with you mike i say you go to new york to canada he closer to you than i am 
He really is. I'm a little scared. But he can't come over here because, you know, COVID. Oh, that's true. He'll find a way. Like like Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson in Taken. Find he has a particular ahead. set of skills. That's right. My skill is jumping the border wall. <laughs> he long kiss goodnight that shit. <laughs> Build that wall. Oh, we both got uh, LBA. There you go. <laughs> Pedro Pascal has a lot of wires is my next note. What? Pedro oh, Pascal oh. has a lot of wires. <laughs> I was trying to think, like, who the fuck are you talking about? Oh yeah, a money plane. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's on the ground setting up and shit. Oh, cause um, oh we we skipped over the fight. Yeah, he starts fighting the co-pilot. Right, and it's the most like it's the most fucking smallest set for this fight. It's like <laughs> right? just imagine a fight in the cockpit, pretty much. I mean, that's it's realistic to that, I guess. I guess so. And then they fight twice. Yeah, cause he knocks him. He knocks him out. Or he thinks he knocks him out. He just kind of dazed him. I guess he starts flying the plane. But then, like, dude kind of, like, a horror movie kind of rises up behind him and shit. And then round two starts. And I, I, does he kill him? Because he doesn't come back again. He not only starts smashing his head against the wall, probably breaking all kind of meters and shit that they need to look at to fly the plane. I think hmm. he kills him because he chokes him out with the cord. Oh, I didn't even see that. Damn, I just saw him smashing his head. Or maybe he chucked him out with the cord the first time. I don't know. Either nah, way, he's down right most of the movie. Yeah, fuck it. He, he's gone. He's a non-factor. Meanwhile, D.L. Hughley gets dragged off to the next game. Oh, before he gets, while he's getting dragged to the game, though, they get back into the room, and all of a sudden, your man's, the concierge just, like, shoots somebody in the back of the head for no reason, you think, at first, but then you realize he was cheating. He had an ace up his sleeve. <laughs> and your boy just shoots him nonchalantly. He's like, bow. And he's like, so, on to this next game. We have, the, what do they call him? I wrote it down. Themed Adventures is what he called them. Man versus Cobra. Fuck Bear Grylls. that that took me a second (laughs) yeah so you gotta click man and mcgillicuddy is like they're like what's your bet and he's like uh the blue corner and they're like no no come on you're a funny one this is a timed bet and he's like i don't know 17 and then sure enough the cobra takes 16 minutes to kill uh the the man and because they're not using prices right rules uh mcgillicuddy wins that bet and mm-hmm. and they're watching it on like the shittiest cell phone, like on their cell phones. It's like the shittiest little like surveillance footage. Also, I want to know where all these are taking place because if they're if they're over in international waters, I don't think all of these things are on like other planes. <laughs> <laughs> Murder plane. That's the sequel. Cobra plane. Oh, snakes on the plane. We already did that's, it. Yeah. Yeah, that already happened. That would be the asylum version, right? <laughs> I think there is an asylum version. Uh, there's is snakes on a train. There's it's I don't remember the title, but there is something. It's I'm a, pretty oh, sure it's snake on a train. It probably is. I'm like almost a hundred percent sure. It still blows my mind that snakes on a plane isn't a fucking asylum. That's a real studio film. Bro. That's a great studio film. I've never seen it. Man. <laughs> I've just seen like the last ten minutes. Keenan Thompson's in it. I just remember him landing the plane. That's all I remember. Spoiler alert. Well, who cares? They make it. <laughs> it ain't the Deer Hunter. <laughs> deer Hunter and Snakes on a You got to put it in the, co- in the description here, Brent. Warning. <laughs> spoiler alerts for Deer Hunter and Snakes on a Plane. There you go. Snakes on a Plane. Better than a Deer Hunter. <laughs> Ooh. Probably. Never seen either one. 
Uh, oh, man versus Cobra. Oh, while that's going on, after he wins the bet, I put in my notes that Frazier is calling and harassing Edge. This is where he makes himself the video camera. Which, by the way, amazing Wi-Fi signal. I was, dude, that's what I was going to say when you were talking about the tablets and shit. It's like, man, they got some good-ass Wi-Fi. Because even though it looks like shit, it ain't buffering over international waters. Dude, when Nathan and I record our podcast, we're both on the ground and only a city away. And sometimes we have buffering. I think this video we're doing now has had buffering in it. <laughs> and neither of us are on a money plane. At least I don't no. think you are. I'm in a, like... I'm in a budget apartment. <laughs> on a money plane. <laughs> but what was it? He so that's all the bullshit is set up. Oh, and then there's another bet going on. There's another uh themed adventure, and this time it's just a guy getting beat or not beat, he getting murdered with a hammer. Is it so is that bet I was a little confused on that. Was that like them betting how much money it would take for that guy to murder the other yeah, dude? That's what I figured too. Oh, okay. Cause once he got, cause once he got to a certain number, he when I forget what the number was, he got up and started beating dude, and then he looked up into the camera like he knew it was there and shit. Uh, by the way, the guy that did it, um, R.I.P. But he looks like uh, Luke Harper a little bit. Oh, I, I can, like you said, I could barely even tell because the video on the the tablet or whatever is so blurry and shit. It's, it's so funny that they shoot it like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next challenge, Brent, is somebody in a in a pool. Yeah. and getting mauled by piranhas. And when I say that, I mean you don't see any piranhas. You just see him scurrying around in the pool and you see a little bit of red. See his splashing. Yeah, <laughs> and then it cuts to the fakest fucking dummy I've ever seen. So is this technically a dummy kill? I don't think so. Kind of, but there's a better dummy coming up. Oh, I missed it. All right, we're going to talk about it. But um, where the fuck did I go in my notes? Oh! Um. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, because you had to explain this to me. I didn't know what the fuck happened. But Gurley's walking around trying to find the money, and she walks into a room, and there just happens to be a guard in there just sitting. I guess because that's where the money is. They got a guard just sitting there. Starts you know, doing her seduction and shit again, and it works because the guy's a dumbass. But then when he goes up to her, she starts mopping him, beating his ass. And then at one point, she gets his head, and he falls down, and they show, like, real quick, something hit the ground. I didn't know. What the fuck happened at first? You had to tell me what happened there. She ripped out his ears. I didn't know what she ripped. I'm like, I thought, I was like, did she poke his eyes out? No, she ripped off his fucking ears. She must have just dogs threw them me. on the ground. Yeah, like, <laughs> I didn't know. Yep. I was so confused. I was like, was that his tongue? Was it his eyes? What the fuck was that? And then shortly after this, uh, D.L. Hughley, I want to just note too, D.L. Hughley's character in this movie, his undercover character's name is McGillicuddy. Yeah, uh-huh. Could they have not found a, like, a slightly more convincing cover for him? That's why, because they even pointed out, because when he says it, they all kind of look at him, and they're like, oh, <laughs> they're Irish, huh? Or something like that, they said. Yeah, they're like, McGillicuddy, huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, he gets away, he finally gets out of there to kind of go and help, uh, like, the you know, the girl they have undercover. Mm-hmm. And then we get another big, we get a big twist reveal because Edge is talking with Thomas Jane and he's like, hey, you know that painting that you were going to steal? It's owned by a division of Rumble Corp. (laughs) 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 We're like, oh, wait a second. Rumble? Isn't that the nickname of Darius Emanuel Grouch III? (laughs) Yes, it is. Um, He set them up. He set them up so that they would not actually be able to steal that painting. Because the painting was already owned by him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so so Edge gives old Frazier a call. <laughs> and I know this is a scene you want to talk about, too. 
Oh, there's, there's a note. Up. I got a quote here because the, the quote I wrote down from this scene is, don't you piss yourself. <laughs> yeah, because he has a guy like like uh, like tied up. Frazier does, unrelated mm-hmm. to anything else in the movie. Yeah, we don't know who way. this dude is. No, he's just got a guy tied up. He says, "Don't you piss yourself," <laughs> while he's like, while Edge is like, "Hey, so uh, he already knows, right? That he's been double crossed." But Edge mm-hmm. is like, "Hey, so did you find out who double crossed us? Because I want to go after him myself, and I don't even need money to do it." And Kelsey Grammer's like, "Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure, sure. We'll uh, we'll work that out. It. We'll find that out." Yeah, working on it. <laughs> and then I must say, go. Like, I know you wrote it down. Oh, I did, because he's like, "Would you shut him up?" Like the guy that he's got hostage. So mm-hmm. Kelsey Grammer's henchman's like, "Okay," and just shoots him in the head. Blah! And Kelsey Grammer's like, "What the fuck? Why did you do that? It, there's blood all over my terracotta. Ah, it's never. It's a stain. It's never gonna come out." Oh no, I wrote the exact quote. The exact quote is, "You fucked up my terracotta." that's never going to come out my friend actually um i won't take credit for this because my my buddy actually said this while we were watching it but he said this is the only moment in the movie where he's basically playing frazier as a criminal (laughs) yeah i can (laughs) see that yeah because frazier of course would be like oh you fucked up my terracotta whereas i'm watching i'm like what the fuck is a terracotta i'm assuming it's the rug or some kind of carpet yeah yeah rug yeah exactly uh, my next note after that though is I got the the Punisher is playing Call of Duty. Yeah, he's like I'm in training, and then you see that he's just like gaming with uh, Edge's daughter. Yeah, you find out what he means by that <laughs> soon. I already kind of spoiled it, but you'll talk about it. <laughs> but, There's also some great day for night. Oh, <laughs> I think what did I you say? Think... They turned down the brightness on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> turn down the bright they clearly went into like the editing program and just turned down the brightness on the screen <laughs> fuck it why not whatever works you Let know it, it might not even have been that because there's there's filters in my video program where you can just drag and drop and it'll make it look like that too they might have just did that that's yeah no i think that's that's what i mean like in the and the actual editing oh, uh, yeah. software i think that's what they did they just they just fucking turned it down or whatever just dark <laughs> like in the fucking footage <laughs> Okay, that's where that is. Okay, my, my next note was that uh, girly, because um, DL, like you said, he met up with her earlier. They got the money bagged up, and she's like, yo, we got to go to the server now. So he's in the server room, and she goes in there to meet up with him, but then Ben Stiller's peeping around the corner, and they got caught going in there. He went and told the Russian dude, and so now they got into a fight in the server room. Talk, talk Take us through this uh, this fight that she has with the Ben Stiller guy. Okay, because this this is where our, the the sound effects really. I think this is where I first po- really pointed it out because she gets into a fight. <laughs> she gets into a fight with Ben Stiller, and then uh she cracks him over the head. I think with a bottle, and then, I don't even remember if there was a bottle crash noise or not. I think it was just kind of like, Ugh. and then she takes the broken bottle. She starts stabbing him in the fucking stomach a bunch of times, but there's no there's no <laughs> nothing. It's just like she, it just shows her doing it. He's like. Oh, it falls over. And then she stabs him in the head with the broken bottle at the end. That's of it, right. She did impaling. Yeah, but there's like no sound effect accompanying with it, accompaniment with it. So this is this is what I was talking about with the dummy uh, coming up here, Brent, because the guy is fighting uh, McGillicuddy, DL Hughley, mm. and when he's swinging him around, at one point it was a dummy. It was not him. Oh, dang! I, I must have looked away and rolled a note or something. I didn't see it. Yeah, because I remember just like looking, and I could tell just by the just by the face, I was like, "Oh, they literally <laughs> didn't have a stunt man, so they just had him swinging around a doll." <laughs> I guess it's like fucking man. The, the actor's like, "Man, he about to be swinging, swinging me around these goddamn servers and shit." <laughs> End up like, like the you guy. Know what? 
you know what though? I kind of respect that because he was like, I don't want to do this for money plane. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got enough money for me to do this on this plane. <laughs> oh, on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> but they, I think, the, yeah, the girl ends up having to come in there and she knocks him into the servers and he starts twitching and getting electric electrocuted, quote unquote. <laughs> Yeah, from by the way, that would not that would not do that. No, the servers would just like either shut off or just keep doing what they're doing. Because I don't know if anybody listening has been in a server room at my job. I have to go in and clean one at night, and those motherfuckers have so much protection around them to where if you bumped them, like I said, unless you hit the switch, they're not doing any of this shit. It's he reacts as if not as if he hit a server room, but as if he hit like a highly electrified fence. It was like when your boy threw gold dust into the joint and he started twitching his shit back in the WWE. Who do who threw it? Was that Triple H that threw him into that? Through what? Through remember, remember gold dust got oh. like electrocuted his shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he and then they did that that really sensitive uh, gimmick where he had Tourette's. Yeah, and they were the Tourette's. I think group was like, "Yo, y'all need to cut that shit out." <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was pretty rough, man. And he did that for years. It was for a while, bro. So yeah, both yeah, him and Ben Stiller are both dead. And then Pedro Pascal starts getting attacked by uh, Grouch's guys. Yeah, by, he, got uh, a, he got caught. He got caught. and uh, But don't worry, because someone's coming in for the save, aren't they? Yeah, remember I told you the Punisher was playing Call of Duty and he was getting his training on. Well, that's because he's flying a drone and he's fucking <laughs> killing people just like Call of Duty. I, um, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if I saw this right, but I'm pretty sure the drone had like a little handgun. That's what I was confused about, and that's what I was just about to ask you. Was it a drone holding a motherfucking pistol? I think so. And if it was, how much ammo did this goddamn thing have in it? It's definitely not a six shooter. I don't even. I swear, it shot more than twelve, didn't it? <laughs> oh, must have. It, the greatest thing is like it, it. Like Thomas Jane shows up with this little drone, and he's like shooting these guys. And then at one point, not Pedro Pascal is like backed up against a hill, and the other guys backed up, and they just keep like shooting each other like That's over the, the hill, and they're part. like two feet away. There's a movie, a comedy movie that did this exact same thing. I don't remember what fucking movie it is off the top of my head, but it's pretty. <gasps> oh, was was a. Uh-oh. You oh, it, it might not be the one. I, oh. All I can think of is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I thought of that too. That's but I'm like, that's not the one. I was just them shooting, just like and not hitting nothing. There was one yeah. where specifically they were right across from each other with just like a wall between them, and they were just both shooting crazy and missing each other completely. I can't remember what fucking movie it was, but that's what it was. There's a dirt mound separating Pedro Pascal and the bad guy, and they're just wildly flailing their arms over top of each other, shooting and not hitting a goddamn thing, even though they're right in front of each other. Technically, after. Punisher basically killed all the people and saved Homeboy. Uh, oh, this is where he starts putting Fraser on hold. Edge does. Where did he get the Where did he get old hold music? He had it saved for just an occasion, Brendan. Because <laughs> it's even the fake like jazz type music that they would normally have on there too. I kind of expected him to just put him on hold and actually like do like the vocals and be like. <laughs> Oh, I have, there's a note I wrote down with this scene, too. And then, uh, Edge is like, fuck you with him. And I forget what leads up to it, but I just wrote down, he says, what if you're a little bitch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he says, like, yeah, he says, uh, what if we knew what you were doing the whole time? What if you were just a little bitch? And what if you, uh, yes, what you. if you, um, every criminal on this money plane is better than anything you could mm-hmm. ever imagine or something like that? And I'm like, wait a second. Did the criminals on the money plane just become the good guys? Right. 
Because that's how he's just purposely antagonizing. He's like, yo, all these other criminals on this plane, they way better than you. You ain't bad. You ain't nothing. But then <laughs> Frazier goes off on the greatest rant because mm-hmm. he's like, I'm the baddest. My name is Darius Emanuel Grouch III, the rubble, and I'm the baddest motherfucker around, and I'm taking down the money plane. <laughs> yep. And that, that's all I wrote in that scene was I just wrote acting. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. And uh, uh, when he ends the call, your boy Frazier just sits down and he's like, he says, it's, like, it's time to burn it all down or some shit like that. And so I guess this means he sent uh, some some of the worst. I wrote my, I wrote down in my notes, they sent some dudes to the Punisher's house. I'm like, yo, these dudes have no stealth because they're supposed to be like stealthily going around, sneaking to his house and killing him. They're running around with flashlights and shit on before they even get in the house. So it's like, you see the lights outside. They, the man, my man has no blinds on his windows and apparently they didn't scope that out because they're walking right by windows. I'm just like, what the fuck are y'all doing? If they had sent these guys to kill the Punisher's family at that barbecue, there wouldn't have been a movie because he no, would have just killed them all. There would be no Punisher. <laughs> yeah, there would be. He would have just murdered them immediately and Roy Scheider would have been like, oh, that was a close one. And, and then Tom Jane would have been like, not really. Credits. No, before the credits go by, the fucking shark bursts through the window and eats Roy Scheider. And then <laughs> t- cut to Thomas Jane, just like, what the fuck? Then credits. And then the shark winks at the camera and says, the revenge. Oh, uh, he winks. He's like, finally got him. <laughs> or he says, candy gram. One of them two lines. One of them. Oh, you know how to get, you know, you know. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> candy gram. <laughs> who was that Chevy Chase's voice, wasn't it? Yeah. I thought so. Okay. Well, and and I mean, he played it too. Like he was actually in the costume. Oh, this, oh there was that. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Because <laughs> when they opened the door, he actually like it's like it's it's intentionally supposed to be like really fake looking. And as soon as they open the door, he's like, <laughs> the best the best is with later in the sketch when he just starts giving up, and they're like, "Who is it?" He's like, "Land shark," and they're like, "Oh, land shark." Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd have watched the fuck out of that Jaws movie. Oh, uh, so good. Better than Jaws 3 and 4. Oh, no, you know, I take that. I like Jaws 3. Fuck what everybody say. That shit is hilarious. The way you like this movie, I like Jaws 3. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, Jaws is, is good. Jaws oh, is yeah. solid. It's a great movie. Reviewed on the Home Video Hustle podcast. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I know you liked it. That's why I mentioned it. Yeah, I think me and PJ both give it an 8. Yeah. So one day, Jaws 2, one day. Coming soon. I've never. I've actually. It's the one I haven't seen. I've never I've seen, seen two one. either. I've seen one and three. I've seen one, three, and four. The good ones, of course. <laughs> and three and four. There you go. <laughs> nah, you know what y'all's talking about. Three has Dennis Quaid. It also it, it has a sh- the fucking three D slow shark two and everything. The best. Four has a four has a shark that literally follows them to another island. <laughs> That's the revenge, see, that's in the title. It it also has a scene where a shark sets up a trap to lure a person out to the water. <laughs> and then it also has a scene where Roy Scheider's, I guess, widow by that point, because uh-huh. his character has died off screen, um, where his widow has like a weird psychic connection to the shark. Yes. And it also allowed Michael Caine to buy a house. And also has Marl Van Peebles doing the worst Jamaican accent with the worst wig, too. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh man. My next note is money to charity. Oh, well, before that he they they leak that whole rant that Kelsey Grammer just went on and broadcasted in the money plane. I thought that was after this. Oh, maybe. Cuz that's cuz that's before they jump off the plane, ain't it? Well, but you mentioned charity. How do they get they 
I mean, they decided to give the money that they stole to charity and said, how do they dis- uh, accomplish that? Whatever they said, I have to say this too to make it sound even more stupid because they're like, we're going to send it to multiple charities. We're going to spread it around, spread the love. And so yeah. he's like, all right, hits one button on his tablet. He's like, yo, it's done. I'm like what? One button sent it to all these different places. It's like it's like when you when you don't have time on Amazon. It's like one click shopping. Exactly. It's just like all the charity. It's all the charity shit was already set up, Brendan. We didn't see it all. We it was off screen. It's off screen. There's got to be a lot of off screen stuff. It's only eighty two minutes. I'm telling you, directors cut that when that Criterion version come out. You get that extended directors cut. I just want a commentary by just Kelsey Grammer just being like, well, I wasn't on set for this uh, this part. Uh, He's just like, what the uh, fuck was this scene? I don't remember this shit. <laughs> I, uh, I really shouldn't swear in movies. He's like, God, this is awful. <laughs> and I was in an American Carol. Oof. Coming soon to what were they thinking, Pocket? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Patreon picks. <laughs> oh boy! No, I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah. So the, they, they end up, yeah, they end up donating the charity with the click of a button, and the money playing people are going to start coming after him, right? So this is when <laughs> I know you laughed at this too, because he has his like bodyguard guy, and and Fraser's just like, oh yeah, oh, uh, the other guy's like, I'm getting out of here, man. And he's like, oh, hold on one second, uh, <laughs> hold on, P Roach, P Roach, P Roach. And and why do they give him that name? That's so stupid. Anyway, he's like, no hold idea. on, P. Roach. And he's like, okay. And then Frazier just goes back and shoots him. <laughs> and I was I, I was bugging because I'm like, man, nah, I'd have been like, why don't you like offer him some more money? Or just, you gonna need somebody to help you, but I guess he won't because he's whatever the fuck his name is. I can't remember. Darius Emmanuel Grouch the Third, aka the Rumble. The Rumble. I was gonna say because he's the Rumble. goddammit. it. Did you catch what he said when he took out his gun and started shooting at at nothing when the money plane like? I wrote it down. Uh, higher dudes are coming. Or he's a rumble time. <laughs> rumble time. <laughs> oh, and then we cut away. Real because quick, we, we I skipped one thing. I'm gonna go back to sequel. when they, <laughs> when they sent when they sent the money to charity. They also didn't take any of the actual money on the plane because they said it's blood money. I don't want that shit. Oh, and they just throw it out the window. Yeah, and as they're jumping out, money just flying out, and they got the whole thing live streaming to Fraser as they do it, so he sees that he's fucked. And that's when he shoots old boy and he gets the rumble time popping. And you don't see a body like Brendan said. You just see a fadeaway. Yeah, fadeaway because like I said, he's got to come back for the next one. Yeah, that's right. Money plane to Money planes. Uh, and the, ne- the next part, I'm so glad I rewound for you so you could see. Mm-hmm. Because they find out that they did find out where the painting actually was. Right. From the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And so you see these people taking it into like the warehouse for like Darius's uh, company. And and it's not the painting, it's just the fucking stick figure giving the middle finger. And that's right. And this is three months later, too, they said. Yeah. Oh, my God. So they got the painting, replaced it with the stick figure drawing. The Punisher calls Edge and it's like, yo, we got some bars for that painting. We got a $60 million offer. And then Edge, he's like, it was split four ways. That's pretty good. And Edge is like, nah, split five ways, homie. Has not, by the way, consulted with any of his other partners about that. Like, fuck them. They like, take what, do you what think? I give them. Like do you want you want to you want the punisher to come to your house? No, we shut the fuck up, take this money. And then and then and then Brent, how do you end uh, a high octane action movie like this? So you end it with Edge and his family playing with the pet dog, which we have never seen until this point because he just bought it with his new money. <laughs> I swear he did because they all act like this is a brand new dog. It looks like a dog just like wandered onto the set and they were just like, oh. And then I think what I noticed more than anything is then the credits start, and I'm like. 
what the fuck is this music that's playing? Like you said, this big action movie, money playing. I am the rumble. I am the rules. I am the book. All this good shit going on. Then it's like some generic ass soft R&B sounding shit. Gregorian chants and shit. It might as well be like the... uh... The end credits, like Lord of the Rings, Enya music or something. Yeah, I'm just like, cause I was, I was wondering. I'm like, oh, maybe this is the build up to something. And then it's like, it, that song just ends, and then you get the action music. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I remember I laughed so hard because you got you messaged you messaged in that little chat thing. Yeah. Uh, when this is happening, you say, like, "Whoa, hype ass music." <laughs> <laughs> cause I was like, yo, this the India action movie you playing, motherfucking like Indian shit, like you said, like what the fuck. And then the biggest laugh, almost no, not the oh, biggest laugh, but the big them. laugh at the end of the movie. What does it say? Money playing movie LLC copyright or some shit. That's the name. They call it. They had to make a production company called Money Plane. Money Plane movie. They LLC homie. Oh my god. And that's Money Plane. Damn it. Money Plane. <laughs> so you know, ain't no commercials, promos, none of that good shit. No segments. Brendan, what did you think about Money Plane? What's your scores? I think I'm sure it's gonna be high. I saw your letterbox review already. <laughs> Ten. Flat out. This is. This is like a movie from last year that I remember. I just, I, I, I don't know, man. Everything about this, this is a stupid, stupid movie. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't overstate how stupid this movie is, but every, everything that happens is just so ridiculous and so insane. I like, I think it's, I honestly think if more people watch it, it's going to become a cult classic. Um, oh, yeah. It's just, it's, it's crazy. It's definitely like the best bad movie with a wrestler that I've ever seen. And I know there's a lot of good ones no, out there. There's a but... lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know, man. Everything about this. I mean, Ed, like I said, Edge was probably given the least interesting stuff to do. But even his scenes had dumb shit that I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, now I'm thinking that maybe it's a nine. No, fuck it. It's a ten. It's I was, a I was about to ask you, is it ten or ten plus? Which one you want to give it? Oh, no, I'm going to go with a 10. Just flat 10, 10 okay. See, the, only, the, the thing is, I agree with you on all that shit, but I still didn't like it as much as you. I had a feeling. When I saw you gave it a 5, I was like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> it kind of, it actually reminded me of my, my younger days. I think we talked about this recently on the podcast, too, on the main feed. But I was like, there's certain movies when I watch them, they remind me of like, well, I don't know if you had, you didn't have Spike TV in Canada, did you? Um. Oh, we do have Spike do we have Spike? I think we have Spike. I've like, had cable for a long time. But you know, you know the channel, right? The type of shit yeah, they yeah, play, yeah. right? It reminds me of like a direct to Spike, like how they got direct to sci-fi. It would be a direct to Spike movie. I forget yeah. what movie we said that about last, but that's what this reminded me of too. Like this is something I would have turned on as a young and just watched on Spike TV. There was a movie like that where like DDP was like a terrorist or something. And like there was like the president's daughter was in danger. It was like, oh, right. Shit. I remember it played after an episode of Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit is that old too yeah oh, i'm gonna look that up now i don't know that one i have no idea what it's called but you pr- i mean ddp filmography probably not a huge section so fuck it you know what you know what <laughs> fuck it no we gotta know your rating i'm gonna I'm tell you it's not 10 i'll tell you that but let's see oh he was in the devil's rejects oh yeah i remember that billy ray snapper was his name <laughs> i actually do remember him in that movie too all right, let's go down because it got to be old. So let's go to like, like the 90s. late 90s. Yes. 97 to like 2000. First daughter. That's it. 1999. That's it. And it's not the actual first daughter movie that I think has like 
Michael Keaton, I want to say. I haven't seen it. Oh, no, there's a First Daughter movie. Oh, that's the General's Daughter. There you go. I know there's a Sinbad one, too, where he plays a security guard protecting the president's daughter. I, can't, I think it's like First Kid, maybe. First Kid, yep. Yeah, Isn't I know that, that. A, his son? Or is it his son? I, know his, I don't know. Okay, First Daughter is a 2004 movie. Uh, no, it doesn't have Michael Keaton. Oh, it does have Michael Keaton, and oh, it also has uh, Katie Holmes in it. Is she the first daughter? She sure is. Hey. <laughs> oh, she's on the cover. I see it now. Yeah. Yeah. Five point one. It's got an eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's it. Oh my! Did you see who directed it? <laughs> what? Yeah, there it is. What? I didn't even know he directed movies, bro. <laughs> oh, well, I think you know now why he doesn't. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker directed that movie, if you're wondering who we're talking about. Holy shit. And yes, that Forrest Whitaker, not somebody with the same name. He yeah, that'd be weird. Multiples. Oh, shit, he did direct that. I own a movie. I own two movies that he directed. What the fuck? What? Ghost uh, Dad? A movie called Strapped and Waiting to Exhale, bro. <laughs> he directed Waiting to Exhale? I forgot about that shit. I haven't, I haven't seen Waiting to Excel, but I, I've heard of it, and I had no idea that he directed it. Yeah, because I, I, I remember when I got the DVD, I saw that shit. But he's directed Strapped, which I fucking love that movie. We reference it all the time. Waiting to Exhale, Hope Floats. He directed Hope Floats? Yeah, and then First Daughter, and then that was it. What the fuck, Forrest Whitaker? He was also in one of the greatest films ever made, uh, Battlefield Earth. One day, Brendan. That's coming on this podcast, one day. Because Mill Creek did put it on Blu-ray, too. <laughs> but um yeah my score though yeah i, I can't I was gonna give it a seven okay i don't know i just it was it was entertaining but it, it had law moments though for me pretty much anytime kelsey Grammer was on screen it's fucking wonderful i i accept your seven <laughs> but it's better than a lot of other reviews like i said it's got a 23 a 37 and a 4.3 so we still both liked it more than most people I mean, it's so stupid. I can't. I can't hate it. There's something charming about how dumb it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just wish it had more. As crazy as it may sound, I wish it had more dumb shit. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like it was just a mile a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There were it's points. also. I checked the timer a few times. I'll say that. Oh really? I, yeah. it, I mean, it also helps that it's 82 minutes long. And that's the crazy thing is like I checked it and it's only an hour and 22 minutes. I still was checking the time. That's the thing. Pretty much any time Edge, like anytime Edge was on screen, Edge just gave me nothing, man. I was like, anytime and, he's on there, I was done with the movie. And I, and I will say, I think this is also. I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not assuming, but I'm. I mean, I'm guessing this is coming from two people who are fans of Edge. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never had no beef with Edge. I'm curious how this Royal Rumble is going to go on Sunday as we record this. I saw he entered himself in there. I'm sure he's not winning, but then again, you never no, know. No, I, I think there's going to be a. I think the nightmare scenario that's going through my head is what's going to happen. Uh, what's what's the scenario? Well, if Goldberg doesn't win the title, which seems like it could happen, but if he doesn't win the title, I think he's going to get go into the Rumble and win, and then face Roman at WrestleMania. Oh, they can finally get that match off, huh? Or, oh. He wins the title, and somehow they do a champion versus champion with Roman at WrestleMania, and then Goldberg gets all the belts, baby. <laughs> Fuck that. Or John Cena come back and win. <laughs> I would fuck be it. more okay with that than Goldberg. That is it. true of all the scenarios. That is probably the I would fuck with that one more. Because then at least we'd get like a cool like John Cena Drew or John Cena Roman at WrestleMania. I'd be fine with that. And you know that John Cena is not going to come back and win the title. That's the other thing. 
That's true. Goldberg would be like, yeah, I put the strap on me. My kid will <laughs> like it. Goldberg got all the belts, and then you bring back Brock Lesnar, and then you get that match again. <laughs> hey, let's build up a great character for a year with Bray Wyatt and then have Goldberg beat him in two minutes. <laughs> well, he's on the, I think on the show now he's pretty much dead for the most part at the moment. He is, but I, I can't wait till he comes back, though. I tell you, I, I, tell you I, I have not laughed so hard in a while at WWE shit. Then when they showed Randy Orton with the fucking luchador mask when I was fucking rolling, <laughs> bro. Do you, I gotta say, though, you know who's killing it in that angle? Isn't even, like, it's obviously Bray Wyatt. Alexa obviously, Bliss. Alexa Bliss? She's you so say good. <laughs> but, but she is, right? Like, she's mm-hmm. so good, like, playing that, like, twisted, like, schoolgirl almost character. Yeah. I tell I mean, you, when she, when she threw the fucking fireball, bro, I fucking rolled at work watching that shit. Like, she did that motherfucker with the Hadouken and shit. I mean, <laughs> it's also Alexa Bliss, so I'll watch her do anything. Oh, there you go. See? Hey, fellow Columbus, Ohioan. Hey. Goddamn. <laughs> you got Renee Young. You good. Nah. <laughs> no. Yeah, Canada, you're y'all right. good. See? I, uh, Renee Young is perfectly, perfectly fine. And now John Moxley's like, what? John Moxley, one of your patrons? Uh, I wish. Give me some AEW love. I'll give all the wrestling fans popping. Let's go. There you go. I do, it's a movie. I do have... What the fuck is that movie that he's in? 12 Rounds 3. I own that shit. Yeah. Dean Ambrose, WWE name. He did a 12 Round sequel. You, we can watch it one day. <laughs> I, I own probably, it. Probably will. Hey, it ain't a Serbian film. Or what is it? Could, my, it could be. My picks are better than yours. God damn it. What if in the middle of the movie he just starts fucking? (laughs) (laughs) Where's your Where's your son? (laughs) Seth Rollins, why are you fucking my wife? Where's my child? (laughs) Where's Becky? (laughs) Oh no! Hey, she just had her kid, by the way. That's that was that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're horrible people, Brandon. You know that? Remember that bullshit? As much as I as much as I like Jim Cornette. The way he fucking flipped when Becky Lynch took time off to have a kid, oh, I was like, "What is wrong with you, dude?" What was he saying? He's like, "She's a, she's the, she's the champion. She's at the top of her game, and she has a fucking kid or something like that." She should be in the kitchen or something like that. And I'm like, "Or you know, she's an individual that can make her own decisions." Like Seth Rollins just hit her with that super sperm. It couldn't be helped. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just think that's so fucked up, like, to think that, like, oh, she's at the top of her game. She'll never be able to recover. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure she'll be fine. I mean, WWE don't have a ton of shit going on with the women right now that is, like, big, so she could probably come back and get her spot right back. Like, she did that all on her own, own, basically. Like, her build was pretty, like, pretty authentic. Like, it wasn't, like, them pushing her to the moon right away. She just became super popular. It's funny that one of the things that really blew her up was Nia Jax legit punching her in the fucking nose. (laughs) Because she just took it and was just gushing blood and just stood there. Posing for the camera. (laughs) Posing, exactly. Oh, shit. And then she popped her back, I think, in another another uh, thing they did later. Like, she, mm-hmm. she fucked her up. She gave her a receipt. For, That's for right. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Well, Brittany? Yeah. We ain't got no segments or nothing here, so fuck it. Money playing. Tell them where they can listen to all your various podcasts at. Oh, well, I've got two of them. I've got What Were They Thinking, where we talk about bad to question movies. That's the, yep, that's right there. What were they thinking podcast? Uh, we're on Age of Radio, just like this gentleman right here. Hey, finally. Been try, try, uh, man, I tried for so long to get these motherfuckers on this podcast network with me. 
and they finally did it. It's true. I, I, I don't like change, but I do like this change. It's been great. Love Age of Radio. <laughs> Ageofradio.org slash uh, what were they thinking? Um, it's a podcast where Nathan and I, again, talk about bad to questionable movies. Um, we also have Patreon if you want to head to patreon.com slash hey, WWE. They got bonus podcast. episodes there. We do. We have, uh, well, as of Valentine's Day, we'll have eight of them on there. Right now, there's seven bonus episodes, um, plus early access and all that stuff. What movies you got on there uh, so far? For bonus ones? Yeah. Uh, Patreon exclusive episodes. We talked about Justice League. Um, we've talked about uh, the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> uh, we talked about Alien vs. Predator. Alien vs. Predator. Rocky, Rocky 5. Five. Mega Force. Is that the name of the movie? Mega Force. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, there's something else I'm missing, but we've we done we've done a bunch of those. I can't and, uh, one just came out for uh, oh, and the Bye Bye Man. That's the one we did. No, I've God, just I forgot about that fucking movie as a whole. <laughs> you said Bye Bye Man. Exactly. Ah, see what you did. There. Uh, uh, and you can also follow it on Twitter at WWTT Podcast, and same thing on Instagram, and obviously we're on Facebook and all that stuff. My other podcast is called For Screen. And country. <laughs> and it's a, I mean, it's a totally different kind of movie we, movies we tackle, but it's still basically like, you know, comedy and bullshit. Uh, we talk about uh, the, the British Film Institute's top 100 British films of all time. Uh, you can follow us at, at uh, BFI underscore pod on Twitter. Uh, we're also on, you know, we're on Facebook. Um, also on Age of Radio. And you can go to ageofradio.org slash for screen and country. Um, and I host that one with my buddy Jason. So, yeah, making all the age of radio money out here. That's right. Forgot about Give your us third that podcast. ad revenue, baby. <laughs> Forgot your third podcast, though. Oh, and my third podcast is called the uh, the Home Video Hustle. No, well, technically now, I guess, yeah. <laughs> and my fourth, the fourth podcast one, yeah. <laughs> is called Everything I Learned from Movies. There it is. Um, uh, me and uh, and and my wife Steve. And my my husband Izzy, uh, we talk about bad to question movies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one day I got, I think I have a copy of Steel now. I'm gonna have to make PJ watch Steel one day. What were they learning from hustling? That's what we got need to do. What did they learn from hustling? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's a fucking show. The world ain't ready for all three of those shows to combine yet. <laughs> this episode is 17 hours. <laughs> this is maybe episode just be. Steel part one, steel part two, steel part three. I can't believe they talked about steel for four months. <laughs> it's like we don't actually start talking about the movie until part six. That's that would be what happened for sure. <laughs> what did we learn from six parts of the steel episode? At least you know if we did that, no one would have to edit it. <laughs> no, I'm not editing shit, bro. <laughs> I told you I'm debating about editing this one, but I'll probably have to a little bit, just a little, a little cut out some little snippies. I gotta cut out that stuff you said earlier. That shit was wild, son. I know, right? <laughs> Ryan eating pants? What was that all about? I know, right? And I, I gotta edit the video feed, too. Y'all was doing all kind of crazy shit. Working on your OnlyFans page on the podcast, Brennan. <laughs> oh, shit. Should I give out info? If they on Patreon, do they need my info? They got you. Tell them yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, I was, I, you know, I gotta sit down when I have to say, because that's like protocol now. You're listening to this on Patreon, so you know what's up. But... Just for the fuck of it, you can find us on Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase I cast, HVH podcast. If you're new and somehow didn't know that, oh, one D, I forgot. It's HVH podcast, not HVH podcast. 
funded the cast. <laughs> unless you want to know nothing about Steel. Yeah, unless you want to see like one tweet, I think. <laughs> oh, I don't even know if there is. I, if there's an maybe actual there's tweet. one. <laughs> it might be one. Might be one. In two years or however long it's been. Two, three years now, probably. It's been forever. I'm surprised it hasn't been taken down as an inactive account. I know, right? Be right there with Donald Trump blocked. Bye-bye. <laughs> Get fucked. Yep. You hear he's starting the, the Patriot Party, Brendan? <laughs> I heard that that was quickly uh, dismissed, though. And then he now he always oh, that, and then he has the office of the former president or some shit. You know what? Oh, what? Yeah, that's real. That's real. What does that mean? I have no fucking idea, but he started the office of the former president. Uh, that sounds like, by the way, that's the biggest snowflake thing I've ever heard. Of course. I, I just got to say right now to, um, of course, no one, I would imagine that no one that's listening to this is a supporter of the GOP. But if you know anyone that is, <laughs> I just want you to let them know, um, encourage them to do this Patriot Party thing, because all it's going to do is splinter the party split more, <laughs> split that vote and allow for blue, 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 blue for the next year, for you years. So, you know. <laughs> Do that. Go for it. So you're bringing out, bringing out here, cripping <laughs> all this blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe Biden's in the crips, right? <laughs> yeah, Joe Biden out there, crip walking on stage. Now <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get the black vote now. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> he's not our leader. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, yeah, I won't say. Yeah, it. our leader. I won't say the wrong intel. He received the wrong intel about how to get the black vote. Yeah. He's like, if I am black, I get black votes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Brendan, thank you for getting your hustle on with me on Patreon. Because I've been meaning to pile new episodes here for probably almost a year now. <laughs> thank you for letting me talk about Money Plane again. That's right. And folks, if Brendan has another movie he wants to talk about, he'll probably be back here on Patreon. Because like I said, whenever, whenever he has a movie he wants to do, we're just going to Patreon the shit. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about PJ going away or Brendan going away. We got two feeds. We're going to use them both, goddammit. Two. That's right. So I don't know what the fuck we'll be watching next time. I don't know when the fuck we'll do it. But as long I mean, as you're a patron, you, you'll see. You, 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 you hit us up with something next time. I don't, I don't want to be the one making you watch shit all the oh, time. Oh, you don't want me to make us. I told you already. I enlisted two movies already. Well, we also, <laughs> if, you, if you remember, when we talked about the. What was the last movie we talked about? It was. Um, Slipstream? Slipstream. There was a movie that we almost picked there. So. Oh, you want to do that for Patreon? Okay, we can do that. Too. We could possibly do that too. I do. Own. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you only want to like save a specific kind of movie for Patreon. But oh, we can do whatever the fuck, man. We can just okay. do, we can do Banana Porn Part Two on Patreon. It's fine. Can I we f- just do a running commentary? <laughs> yes. Riff tracks it. Line it up with the porno <laughs> video. We gonna watch the full ET porn, and we are gonna commentate over it. All right, let's get started on the script right now. <laughs> no scripts. We're just all raw, just like the movie. <laughs> Eddie Murphy raw. There you go. You know, it's funny. I played a clip from uh, the banana porn. I think, was that was that the Lord of the Rings episode? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we were trying to kill fill time for that episode. So we had nothing to talk about. And uh, I think it was Mike Brooklyn that was like, oh, I never heard this before. And I was like, oh. I sent I sent I think, that link to so many people. <laughs> no, I think it I think it was the other Mike. I think it was Mike Bagford. Oh, it was Mike Bagford. Yeah, yeah. It's a surprise. He's like, as long as like, how'd you miss that one? <laughs> He's like, this is now like in my top three WWTT. That's episodes. right. See, Brendan, you're welcome. I gave you one of the best episodes right there. Right. <laughs> Talking about goofy fucking and neighbor's then, wife. And then Nathan just shook his head like a disappointed father. But see, but see, like we gotta tell Nathan, you can't fight the ratings. 
The ratings tell the truth. People love that shit. If people want banana porn, you got to give them banana porn. They want to see Kelsey Monroe shotting bananas out of her pussy. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> see, Pornhub took that video down and I found it again. They can't stop me. <laughs> hashtag never canceled. That's her hashtag can't be stopped. <laughs> never gonna stop. See, I turned it back into Edge. See, there you, uh, there it is. Tied it all together. So on that note, we're going to leave you. Until the next Patreon hustle, I don't know when it'll be because we do these shits at random. But stay a patron and you'll get good shit because we still got videos. We still got uh, like early. I got, oh, I got another. Um, oh, well, as they listen to this, it'll probably be already out. But um, I got another Britain PJ Watch video coming up as we record this. This Monday at noon, it'll be out. And uh, it's funny because we recorded like, how many, what number is this? I think this is like number six. And we recorded all six of these in one night. So this last video was the last one we recorded. And we look like we're fucking tired. Because it's like four in the morning. And we had been drinking and other shit all the fucking time we were doing it. So it's a little bit more laid back than the other ones. (laughs) (laughs) I think we even fucked up and did something on camera. And I didn't edit it out because I said, fuck it. (laughs) That's Patreon. What are you going to do? Oh, it's on YouTube. Oh, whatever. (laughs) It's fine. It's decriminalized. As long as you you didn't play any uh, trailers from Lionsgate, you're good. Yo, fuck them, for real. Like, no, fuck that. Here's a little rant for the very end of the podcast. I edited that fucking video four times to try and get... Because, you know, actually, I got to say this first. Back in the Miracle on 34th Street video, we remember... I don't know if you remember that shit. We actually actually picked Medea Christmas the first time. And I was going to play that trailer in the episode, but it got flagged because it's also Lionsgate. But that one wasn't a big deal because I was like, well, fuck it. I wasn't going to just do it as a joke anyway. And then I go to do the fucking spirit and I get the same fucking thing happen again where it's blocked in certain territories, which I don't mind. I've had videos that's like, oh, it's blocked in South Korea and Cuba. You're like, fuck it. I don't got a lot of viewers there anyway. But then it was like, not only is it blocked in certain countries, it's also blocked on mobile. And I know a lot of people watch shit on their phone. So it's like, I can't do that. So I edited it once. Didn't work. Edited it twice. Didn't work. Edited it three times. Didn't work. The fourth time I edited it to where it was legit the last 10 seconds of the fucking trailer. So you just saw the name of the video or the name of the movie and a little bit of the shit and it still blocked me. So that's when I put the little post up there. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. They acting like bitches. I'm going to say it in the fucking video too. Because fuck y'all. <laughs> and the crazy thing is I've used Lionsgate footage before. Because when I did the King, of, the King of New York video it was all fucking footage from that movie. And it's got no just flag. a trailer. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. You would think for all movies, the spirit, you would want somebody to watch this whack ass movie I'm helping you get people positively watching this bullshit, and you got right. the nerve to block me, you fucks. I was like, I'm glad Fuck I gave you your shit a... Yeah, I'm glad I gave your fucking movie a four now. <laughs> did it surprise you that the spirit liked that movie more than all of us? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, did I spoil that? Have you listened to the episode? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, I did, I, did, I did hear her say that she liked it more, because okay. I actually told her, I remember when we were going to do that movie, I said, oh, I'm sorry this is... Uh, your name you're not named after this but I'm sorry that you share the name <laughs> yeah she fucked me up cause I was I was just well, no, they, I, I, I just didn't care I thought it was boring honestly but. some misogyny and Nazis for no reason Nazis out of nowhere when that scene like came up RKO. PJ looked at <laughs> hey there you go PJ looked over at me and I just was like I don't know what the fuck is going on the first like 10-20 minutes of that movie was PJ and me he and me and PJ looking at each other just like what the fuck is happening <laughs> the city is my mistress. Ten minutes later, the city is like my mother. What? So, so the spirit wants to fuck his mother. 
Fuck your mother. <laughs> Iron Sheik shit. Oh, but yeah, as we record this, yeah, the, the spirit episode is I'll go check that shit out. And I think, yeah, the next episode starts the Black History Marathon. And I got two movies up there. I don't know which one we're doing first. Because PJ, well, he should be coming. He should be coming by today. So, yeah, we'll figure that shit out. <laughs> Johnson Family Vacation. I've never seen that. PJ wants to. I, PJ and Spirit both want to do that movie, though. Oh, They I, like it. I, I've seen 35 minutes of it, I think, about. And it was at the theater because I was on break. Uh, and I watched a bit of it. And then I, and I had like a two-hour break or something stupid between shifts. And it was so bad for that 35 minutes that I actually just got up, went back upstairs, and just literally stared at the wall for the last hour and a half. <laughs> It's funny, is that everybody I know that has seen that movie, likes that movie. You're the only one so far. I'm telling you. I I saw a little bit of it and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get it confused with the fucking Martin Lawrence movie. He did one called Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. Oh, I've never seen that. I, that I saw in the theater. I remember liking that one. I don't know. It's the been Martin years, Lawrence though. Movie, Martin Lawrence movie I remember kind of liking is Nothing to Lose with him and Tim Robbins. That's one I've never seen before. My uncle loves that fucking movie, though. It's pretty fun. It also has it. that great song. I'm a <laughs> I just, uh, I know I was talking to PJ on that. I think the spirit episode, he wants to do more Eddie Murphy movies. So I bought, I got coming to America and trading places. And there's a scene in trading places. I'm very, very fucking curious to hear their opinions on. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Because mm-hmm, I remember mm-hmm. on, on suit on the superiority complex, they watched that recently and they had all like, for, they either didn't know or they forgot about that scene. So when it came up, everybody's like, Ooh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> doesn't doesn't age super well and the, the funny thing is i haven't seen it since i was younger but i remember as a kid it never bothered me as a kid because i never really thought much about it but i was like now nah, i wonder looking at it how i'm gonna feel <laughs> you also kind of i think you also kind of watch a movie like that and you're like well eddie murphy's there so it's fine that's kind of how i looked at it when i was young i was like well he allowed yeah. it so i don't know but then you think like but did he <laughs> then, that's another thing but then you think wait this is early in his career though so could he have even said anything in this early in the like, game yeah, that was like '83, I think. Yeah. So Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd was the big, was the bigger star. He was the name at the top, yeah. Yeah. So that's why you wonder, like, maybe he did feel a tight way, but he just couldn't say nothing about it. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Probably '83. He was just about to. He was just about to break out, and also if that was released in '83 or '84. Then when they filmed it, he probably wasn't a big enough. He was it probably wasn't that big either. Hmm. I'm about to see until after it was actually came out. After it actually came out, I think it's '84. It's '83. Oh well, there you go. See, they probably filmed it in '82, and he definitely wasn't a big name yet. Yes, I'm trying to see what it, what all came up before that shit for him, real quick. I think I, 48 I, hours. That was first, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, a year before, so it's 48 hours trading places. Best defense. What the fuck is that? That was that was a movie. I remember he said he did with. Uh, he was paid like a obscene amount of money to do with uh dudley moore he's uh-huh. barely in the movie but i remember him saying like in a monologue when he hosted snl he said like uh you know it was i did best defense and that was a horrible movie but then i got my paycheck and i said oh i love best, best defense <laughs> the fucking poster says starring dudley moore and strategic guest star eddie murphy <laughs> <laughs> and he's on the poster holding his picture up too it's true he's barely in it apparently so then he did beverly hills cop then he did party all the time ah then the Golden Child, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Coming to America, Harlem Nights, Another 48 Hours. Boom, it starts right. to go downhill around this time. <laughs> the Distinguished Gentleman. I've never heard nobody talk about this movie before. 
No, I did see Boomerang for the first time a while back. I've never seen Boomerang. I still need to watch that. I know, you I know got how soundtrack. you were saying. You know how you were saying stuff in Trading Places doesn't uh, age oh, super well. Oh, I can imagine with that one. <laughs> there's some stuff in Boomerang. There's some homophobic stuff that's pretty. Oh, rough. that's not what I thought you were gonna say. Okay. Nope, nope. It's uh, there's a whole conversation he has with Martin Lawrence, and I'm like, wow. Oh, it's him and Martin Lawrence too. I can imagine. <laughs> and I'm like, Eddie, you gave you gave. <laughs> never, never mind. <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> I know what you're getting at. Yeah. <laughs> was that around that time? Shit. Uh, mid '90s, I think. Oh, mid to okay. late '90s. So, yeah. Remember they did? I don't know. Did you ever see that sketch they did with uh, Tim Meadows on Saturday Night Live? And they called it uh, the sketch was called Eddie Eddie Murphy Good Samaritan. No. And it was just <laughs> him going around driving all these like um, all these like uh, transsexual or transvestite prostitutes home. Right. And so he just like stop, and they're like hey can i get a ride and he just like look at the camera slowly and be like i ain't never seen that one it's pretty great well I, that actually was one of the reasons that eddie didn't want to go back to snl for like a long time because oh, they made fun of him yeah Man. He, he, yeah it's pretty easy he's uh he was known for being pretty thin-skinned for a while ah they, also david spade did a bit that also unnerved him a lot too because he was doing the hollywood minute mm-hmm. and david spade was like oh look it's a it's a falling star oh no wait that's just eddie murphy's career <laughs> oh i think i've seen that one actually yeah oh shit oh brendan yeah it's been almost two and a half hours i think they got content man i think they got their patreon money worth this time got it they got their money they can go spend on a plane somewhere <laughs> <laughs> Well, Brendan, I'm sure you'll be back sometime soon. There's many movies to talk about. And with us two, there is no restrictions. Serbian film part two. I mean, if it comes out, we have to do it. We have to. But until that day, I'm just going to say peace. Ciao.